the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek tight lines and fish on come hook into the action with them hit them up at thebaitshackak.com snow pro ak your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties they know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com double shovel cider company located off of arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Everybody else not sharing secrets. <laughs>
You know, the best way to start a relationship is just bust out all your secrets right away. Just get it out of the way. Chicka chicka. Chicka You rub back the whatchamacallit? Is that whatchamacallit? I no. do that every time I crack. And what's Chicka Chicka from? Uh, Seinfeld? It's like part of a song. Yeah, it was a song. Yeah. But didn't probably Seinfeld. Didn't Seinfeld too. start with like something, something like that? No. No? My we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find I'll out. Google it later. Somebody tell me. Uh, welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode 107. Today we have Meg Smith in the house. Whee! Thanks yeah. for coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks for having Meg me. Smith. Uh, the web, the uh, Instagram, there's two Instagram, is megsmith.art.design, and the other Instagram account is Meg Lynn Smith. Uh, and the website is megsmithdesign.com. Megsmithdesign.com. God. It wouldn't okay. let me pull it up weirdly on my laptop. It wouldn't let me pull it up either. I, I think tried. it's our internet. It's like blocking it. I don't. It says you're trying to take our credit card or something. <laughs> Probably. Girls got to get paid. What was the personal, <laughs> was the personal um, Instagram? What was it? Meg Lynn Smith. Meg Lynn Smith? Yeah, L-Y-N-N. L-Y-N-N. There she is. Okay. And we're good. Yeah, I tried to pull up the website a few minutes ago, and <clears> it just like blocked it or something. <laughs> What a babe. It's what not babe. you. It's I think it's something up with this internet here. It's weird. Pull it up, actually, so she could see it. Which one? Oh, the if when I click on it? it? Yeah. I'll show you right here. It does this Oh shenanigans. Attackers might oh, be trying uh, to steal your information from try, bio.site. Try to just do megsmithdesign.com. Okay. In the, uh, yeah, there you go. I miss something. That'll work, yeah. Yeah, oh, something that happens. Oh. Yeah. Nice. That's a nice website. Mm, thanks. I'm working on redoing it. I get sick of it about once a year. I was going to ask, oh, do you do that or you. do you have somebody mm-hmm. that does it? No, I do it. Good for you. I don't mind doing my website. It's my sh- social media. Ugh, can you do ours? It. I'm sick of it. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we thought our website was cool at first, and now it just gets look old, at right? it, we're like, man, this thing is kind of lame and boring, and... Oh, yeah. It could use some more flavor, you know? Pull it up. I'll give you advice. No, don't pull it up. <laughs> I mean, no, yours I mean, looks so good. This, this is a kind of cool part of it. After that, mm, not so much. It's all right. It's all right. We could we could do definitely do more. Yeah, we're, we're here, too. It's time to step our game up. Sorry, everybody. We're on it, though. We're working on it. You'll it's get your there. website, yep. on the other Look hand. At, I mean, it's just popping with color. Like Meg, do you own a plane? I do. What? Mm-hmm. Is that a 185? It's a Taylor Craft. Man, I can never get them. Right. <laughs> I'm, the shittiest, I'm the shittiest airplane <laughs> model guesser guy. You're like Cub and 747. <laughs> well, I'm like, that's, that's all I'm like okay, so I think I can point out a Cub pretty much every time because those are basically like hang gliders. 185s mm-hmm. and then uh, Beavers, right? Mm-hmm. I think I can point out a Beaver usually. Yep. Uh, and a, a two two ten. Am I off on that? Is there a two, two, there too two many twos? Two ten, two oh six, or two oh seven are the common. Ones okay, that's what I'm Alaska. thinking. That's what I'm thinking is a two oh six. You see, I can't even guess that one right. <laughs> so it goes to show. So you have a tail. What? It's a Taylor Craft. Taylor Craft. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, so it's a, there's a Cessna, and the Taylor Craft's a different manufacturer. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's the model? Uh, BC-12D. 
Oh, see. You never remember that. My eyes just went crossed. I'm like, whoa. One too many letters. It's a beautiful aircraft, though. It is. Is it named? Tay. 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 I did not name it. My girlfriend named it. I actually really hated the fact that she called it Tay Tay. I was like, ooh, I don't know. I'm well, not too, feeling that. too girly and then i was just like tay tay <laughs> how, how long has it so been now since you've had that it sticks my airplane uh-huh um kind of solid three years i actually i bought it in maine and i flew it up here i think oh, i remember badass. that oh tell us about that um you go to full canada no we we went through Canada, but we went in at Montana to Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. So we went under the Great Lakes and then up through. Oh, you uh-huh. went like down around mm-hmm. and up. Is that because it gets bumpy or something over the water? Yeah, you don't really want to cross large bodies of water and um, in a small plane. And also for fuel and just fuel mm. stops, there's a lot more in the U.S. than there is in Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to map it out and put the pieces together for the flight up. So is that like a uh, retired forestry or some sort of a state use plane of some sort? Mm, Do you know? No, it's like, it's it's um, from 1946. It's just mm. an old airplane. It's uh, okay. like one of the first little planes around. And how, how did you land on that like model when you were like... Plane shopping, if you will. Um, it's probably mostly by the pilots I was surrounded by that were influencing me, and sure. I had no clue sense. at the time. So I was just listening to what mm. people told me. My it's friends. like picking out a snow machine. They're like, "Bro, you got to get the RMK." Yeah, yeah. one thousand turbo. It's like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I went with the Taylor Craft because it was a inexpensive plane to buy. I could buy it outright cash and. Um, get my license with it it's a uh, not an easy plane to fly but to learn to fly but um it doesn't have any flaps it doesn't have a starter so i have to hand prop every oh, time oh i saw you oh, in that no. video you grabbed the prop and like turned it huh. yeah i'm pretty over that at this point I yeah i bet starter. i'm like all right <laughs> um, can you can you retrofit it to or, or customize it to have a starter then you can do that to um some of the planes and just depends on how much money you want to throw into it i'd have mm. to redo the whole front end of mine and like get a larger engine mount to put it in it's a lot more mm. weight and then redo the whole cowling it's i'm just gonna get a super cub that was my <laughs> oh, that, that was my next question upgrade. like what do, what do you aspire like yeah. to have as a cub um, a super cub and yeah i uh have been looking so it'll be any day now this is your starter plane. This is my starter plane. This is the plane I got all my hours in. Way cool. Yeah, and it's been really great for me. It's a, it's a really good one-person airplane. Oh. It uh, doesn't do well with a lot of weight in it. Like, Super Cubs are great because they perform really well. And but also pl- still don't do well with a lot of weight. Totally, exactly. <laughs> but a little bit more than yours can do? Um. My plane, my plane does not do that great with weight. No. Yeah, it does great with me in it and fuel, uh-huh. and but put another person in it, and it's really like a major performance difference. Wow. Yeah, so I fly by myself a lot. I'll take friends out here and there, but um, it's a nice day uh, and it's not bumpy. Just yeah. so you have less kind of or like I just know where I'm going, like oh. large runways and uh, not like tight. Not a lot of variables. Landings. Yeah, mm. totally and. So did you learn before you went to get the plane? No. Oh, so you went to get the plane, and then what? 
I you learned the fu- you learned on the way back. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, you got your hours with with an instructor. Well, not an instructor, a friend. So I oh. had a friend that um, is a pilot. He had a two week window. It was like two on, two off, and he I uh, paid him to go with me and fly the plane up. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And the same time, learn it. Mm-hmm. And he learns it. Yeah, and he had a tailor craft, so that oh, was huge. Okay. So he knew how to fly. Also, I'm picking a plane up in Maine. I don't know anything about airplanes yet. Yeah. So you're, it's like, I don't know, going to get a used vehicle or anything. Just yeah. go grab a new motor or used motorhome in Maine and drive this sucker home. <laughs> yep. But if I it, hope everything's if, good. If it breaks down, you're on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I mean. I yeah. hope everything's good. Yeah, and, and you can get... um like the inspections done, buyer's inspections and things like that. But still, it's really nice to have um, him just like check the whole plane out. He had a tailor craft he learned on. And so, yeah, that's putting a lot of faith in yeah, a it friend was, to like help you figure that stuff well, out. Yeah. And so you're also learning the fuel, the distance. Like okay. that was a big thing was uh, How far? figuring out the performance of the plane uh-huh. and being like, okay, so are we getting five hours to the gallon, six hours, you know, all the like at what RPM and just like learning the plane. And also the gauge is uh, two corks on the bottom (laughs) of this like wire wire uh, piece that just like sits in the front of the nose. There's two wing tanks. They drain into the front of the Mm -hmm. nose tank. And so you just like gauge it by um, how much wire sticking out the top. (laughs) <laughs> until you had enough is there hours. marks on the wire no so you just need to know how i just kind of yeah but it was uh i mean we had some epics on the way up one was we were over like northern alberta and the gas gauge came out and so Ooh. it's on the windshield of the plane and just dangling there and that's our only gauge of fuel and we're like pretty deep at this point and the cork is just the only thing keeping it in like in the like little nose it's like hooked under there it's just like it's, wedged yeah but like not really it's like flying around <laughs> oh my God. so we're like okay abort landing so then i'm on four flight this uh app that tells you where all the airports are and mm-hmm. trying to like redirect us to the nearest thing and luckily are we, you are you flying or is he flying at uh, this he point? took over at that point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like uh is it side by side yeah Got it. Yeah. And so we landed um, at a strip, managed to keep it in, managed to get it. So that was all good. We had the gauge back. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next leg of the trip. Add a little duct tape. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The next leg of the trip, we were, um, this, it was like the tester for the whole thing. We were just judging. We're like, all right, we're getting five, um, Sorry. (laughs) We're getting five gallons an hour. Okay. Yeah, there it is. And so we were going and it was our longest stretch between two fuel stops. And all of a sudden we hit a like 45 mile an hour wind Mm. and we're cruising at like. Like a headwind? Yeah, headwind. We're cruising mm. at like 40 miles an hour. Just push. And we're like on on our leg that was going to be like a little bit of our like longest one. We're like, okay, we Um, definitely have it. Like full fuel fuel leaving. Minus the headwind, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And we definitely, we traveled with like extra fuel in the plane just in case, but. uh, Like loose jugs? Yep. 
Okay. Or, or like bags. You carry these oh, okay. uh, yeah. bags with you. Um, hey, go ahead and come just a little bit closer. Yeah. Or, or pull the mic to you. You can sit back. There you go. Yeah. Cool. There it is. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you got the bags, the fuel, your 45 mile an hour headwind. Yep. And then we are like, there's no way we're going to make it. But I knew that we were in northern BC and there was someone told me that you could uh, stop at Laird. They're like, just land. There's a strip there. You can land and stop at the hot springs. And mm. um, well, that sounds nice. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> I was like, what can we do to break up this trip and have fun and not have mm. it be like stressful the whole way? So I wrote down the coordinates ahead of time for that. Perfect. So I plugged it in. I knew we were there, and I was like, all right. And I knew there was a gas station there. Oh, perfect. So we ended up diverting to Laird Hot Springs, and there was no airstrip. But there was the highway, so oh, we landed on the highway right in front of uh, some truckers, like the oversized trucking guys, like came down and landed right in front of them. As they're driving? As they were driving, but it oh, was like shit. the um, pace truck there that was like waiting for um, okay. a mobile home to come down the road. And so, so he was kind of blocking traffic, essentially. Yeah. And so you got a window. Totally. And yeah, and, and not only that, but we wanted to land and, like, pull into the gas station and not have to, like, go farther, turn around, mm-hmm. make this, like, have traffic coming from the other way. So we landed, got into the gas station, and then we're pushing the plane up besides all these semi-trucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like, did you, I mean, not embarrassing this, has happened, at all. this has happened before, right? Didn't, I just saw some photos this last summer, like, on social media of, like, a plane a being station. pushed up to a gas, I mean, it's yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. you saw that too? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I did, yeah. I'm I like, mean, I so, so wait, you could just use the regular gas from you the gas You don't need engine? to have gas? Yeah, so a lot of, some of these older engines, um, I don't have to run ab gas. I can cool. run car gas. Oh, okay. The older engines were- Just high octane unleaded? Or does um, it matter? You need premium? Yeah. I'm just thinking that <laughs> uh, you would want it to run as hot as possible. Yeah. Now you're putting diesel in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want premium. I mean, the best case is to mix the two. Uh, like these um, older engines weren't actually made for the lead content that is in Avgas now, or when uh, fuel, like gas, we put in our cars used to have lead in it. Yes. So it, it doesn't really have the right lead content, and if you just use car gas, it's not enough lead to keep it lubricated. Okay. Oh. If you use all Avgas, you can like plug up the valves because the lead starts to build. Mm. So interesting. You, yeah. Well, he pulled it up there. Came in a pinch. On the. The Laird, where uh, you landed, the Laird your landing strip. Yeah, so there's yeah. like the lodge. <laughs> so did you? Were you landing from uh, almost, the bottom side there? Yeah, like almost right where your pointer is. Oh wow, really? And like, you came yeah, in that so way, like right where that turn is. We landed right after the turn. <laughs> and like the guys at the gas station, were they like, "Yeah, pull her up. We're at pump six or whatever." <laughs> yeah. or were they it's like a prepay they situation? Were hyped. Yeah, I'm sure. They were so hyped. The guy that we landed in front of was like, I've been driving the Yukon for, I don't know, 40 years, and I've never seen anything like that. And, like, he had his little webcam on in his truck. Uh, uh, uh. He was like, I got it on video. He was, like, so excited. Like, do you have to, like, comms within, like, is there anybody even to communicate no, I mean, with? Like truckers. No, emergency. <laughs> right, like. Hey, boss hog, we're yeah, coming boss in, hog, huh? we're coming in on your six. I'm going to need you to pull over. Yeah. I don't know. It's an emergency landing. Like, people, you know, yeah. land on the road if they have to. Yeah. That's that's a great story. Well, yeah. I mean, thank goodness it was you thought about successful. it in the beginning. Well, mm-hmm. and there wasn't a bunch of traffic. Like, there happened to be a pilot car holding up 
a big oversized yeah. chunk of land. I don't know of all the times. It worked you know? out. I mean, you could have kept <laughs> circling until like yeah. you found a spot or, you know, we could have like, you always do like a halfway point or they keep judging your fuel. Like we could have turned around and then oh, okay. we'd be in a tailwind and like going faster and go yeah, back yeah, to the yeah. spot. Yeah. Try again or fuel or reassess. But how long did it take the whole trip? Nine days. Nine days. How many stops? Um, oh, I don't know. But we got stuck in a windstorm um, below the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. That was pretty gnarly. We were, my first experience with hitting my head off the top of the plane. Oh, like yeah. while you were in the hard. air, caught in a windstorm. Yeah. yeah. With, with your harness on. Yeah. It, like Whoa. as tight as I could. Did you have a helmet? Wow. No. But my headset actually like kept hitting the, the bar. Do you wear a motorbike helmet? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <A> motocross <laughs> helmet. Motocross helmet. Goggles. <laughs> like I don't do aviators. I do Oakley. Yeah. Goggles. <laughs> Just save, saves her saves her cost. And mm-hmm. I noticed that uh, Kevin sells those aviation helmets at Barney's now. Oh, the one that Jake has. I, I think he's selling them. There was one behind the the register. You know where the main yeah. oh, counter is. Cool. I was over there bullshitting with them and. I saw the the black helmet and I'm like, man, what is that helmet? Like, so we're talking, but I wasn't yeah. really focused on it. But we were just chatting and I kept glancing down yeah. at it. And then I left. I'm like, oh man, Jake, where's the cool ass yeah, aviation yeah, yeah. helmet? Cool ass helmet. <laughs> it, I mean, it looks like you're a legit pilot when you wear that damn helmet. It makes, and then when he pushed like, down the lenses and they're tinted, and oh, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, full full hey, top gun, the top gun yeah. music yeah. plays. <laughs> Surprised when I didn't I wear that to the banquet. <laughs> oh, he might. He might. <laughs> when I get my super cub. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, you yes. can have your designs on whatever you feel like on Absolutely. the side. Design my own. So before we switch gears on the flight, how many hours did you rack up then? Or did you already answer that? Did you? How many hours did you rack up on the flight? I don't know. I didn't actually put any of those hours in my logbook. Oh, you didn't? Since I, no. Since it wasn't with an instructor and I wasn't oh, checked off to solo. Okay. Because he was technically the pilot in command. But but unofficially, you got some good experience I on got that a, flight. Oh yeah, for sure. So it really it set you up for when you were going to start doing it legit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Does does aviation run in your family? No, no. My dad uh, was a mechanic when I was really little, um, and then he switched careers. But hmm. it does not. So cool. Yeah, you just I'm going to be a pilot. Yeah, that's what. And I what said. spurred that? Just want to be um, rad? I've always wanted to be a pilot, like okay. a bush pilot, not a commercial pilot, but I've always wanted to, just thought it would be the coolest thing, you know, yeah. just like anything else I got into. I'm like, whoa, that's cool. I want to do that. I think, and then wasn't that part uh, of your like fantasy was to be able to do that and then be able to go deliver your art to like these super remote places and like, yeah. I painted this custom for you. Now I'm delivering it to you in a super cub. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, it's the dream I've been working on. Yeah, so and you're doing you're doing, I'm doing that. It, yeah, um, and that's what's so cool. I love to see when you like take these awesome pieces that you've created for lodges, people, and then like you have them packaged, sealed, delivered, and then <laughs> you know, little Meg just rolls up in her plane and just what a badass bitch rolls up in Tay Tay and it's like like what's your theme song like i just want to know yeah, did you just have a song that just plays naturally when the airplane is something up? like beyonce or like i, I want to know no it's probably mm. some old school song yeah some classic 
Mm, we're gonna have to find one. We're gonna yeah. find a theme song for Tay Tay. Yeah. I love that. That's what we need. <laughs> well, you know, when you think about the cool shit you do in Alaska, I feel like being a pilot and then owning a plane and being a pilot, like the combo is a pretty high fucking like that's a pinnacle spot. It is. It doesn't get much higher. I mean you got that. a plane. People you fantasize can, about that their whole lives and don't do it. They have a pipe dream to do it. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we've talked it, you know, many times of the Alaskan toy box, right? And you got ATVs and your snowmobiles and you know, off-road vehicles, um, you know, boats, airboats, every kind of boat. Because if you really had it your way, a guy in Alaska could, or a guy or gal in Alaska could have five or six boats. The showboat. Yep. The showboat's the, the number one boat. <laughs> <laughs> but the airplane thing just puts you at a whole nother upper level of the shit you can get into. Yeah. You know, and access and... And also storing it, then you have to have a giant airplane closet. Mm. I've actually never really... You know, I noticed I noticed that on airplane storage, you mentioned that. So we are setting up our meat party at the Airmen's um, Association deal. And w- driving there, I was like, oh, we drove past the yard where everybody racks their shit with their floats and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is where all the planes are stored. Because you see the stuff on Merrill Field driving down 5th. You see that all the time. But back in there, you got to actually go back and... I mean, that bullpen is packed full of airplanes. Do you have a hangar? I was surprised. I'm in a hangar right now and in the process of building one. I'm renting a hangar. Cool. Is it in Girdwood? Girdwood? Yeah. But cool. you keep your baby inside. I do now. Yeah. I was outside for, for quite a few years. Yeah, rent probably ain't cheap. Rent's not cheap, but it is way well worth it. Yeah. You picked a good winter to store your plane yeah, for sure. all the goddamn snow that we've gotten. Oh, and the I wind. Know. And so oh, you're building everything, one? yeah. Mm-hmm. Can this, we talk this about this? summer, is, yeah. That's uh, eligible to talk about? Yeah, for sure. Up north? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am building a hangar home this summer. Oh, I geeked out the other day home? on videos of that. As you probably have. Did you find anything good? I want to see it. Oh, there's some... Have you gone down that rabbit hole? I mean, yeah, I have. Okay, okay. I also want to see Is that like a little house attached to a hangar? Yeah, it's like a hangar and the house is in the hangar and it's like to the side or on top. It just depends. Oh, Oh my God, dude. So you bought a chunk of land somewhere. Yeah, it's in the process. Like contracts are... So it's not finalized. So it's all very new. Oh, yeah. Um, So it's very exciting. It's uh, up on Hatchers Pass. So I'll be moving out of Girdwood over to that area. I'm I'm fired up about a little bit more freedom. A little change up. Ride my dirt bike down the road. Do you have to have a runway there? Can you use the road? Um, It has a private airstrip. Oh, it has a private airstrip. Are there already hangar homes on like Um, the Willow side? It's out on the Palmer side. Palmer side? Mm. Yeah. That's Sick. pull one of those up well, actually, uh, Brandon. Palmer Fishhook? You should pull one of those up. Got it. Hanger house. A hanger house. Those are so sick. I want one. I don't even have a plane. <laughs> so I just put all my other shit. This is just a big ass hot dog stand. Big ass sexy garage. I rent like a twenty by twenty spot and put some shit up in there too. Oh yeah. There's so much space. So much space. Actually go to Instagram and do it. If you go to the Instagram, there's some rad rad ones. Yeah, those are like PJs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, hold on. Just hangar homes? Yeah, it'll pop up. Yeah, I went down a major rabbit hole on this, and I want one. 
put it on. Just click on a something. fifty by fifty airplane closet. Yeah, this is yeah. this is this is a nice cool. condo on the side. It's cool <laughs> yeah, just a little something. Well, this dude side. had one. It was all like metal, but he also had a bunch of like really cool beam, like wood stuff, like integrated integrated with it. It was really really cool. I want to say it was like a Montana or something. It just looked more like cabinish mm-hmm. than industrial. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. I mean, he still had like steel siding and stuff, but it was like black with the dark wood. Oh, it was beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure like you're just brain is going a million different directions on like what you want it to look like. You're gonna find an architect, you're gonna design it yourself, you're gonna Yeah, well luckily Tad, my partner, that's what he does, so <laughs> <laughs> that makes it easy. <laughs> oh he builds architect. hangar homes? Oh he's a builder. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. So you guys can like design what you want mm-hmm. together and then Yeah, we we like pretty much have it finalized for real close but there's an art studio in it there's a wood shop a hangar oh it's like God. on all the bottom and then living up top are you planning okay, to make so it open so. to the public so that you have like a studio people can come see I or is it just going to be a personal yeah, thing i mean i'm kind of designing it so it's off to the side and it has separate doors okay cool My it could idea. be like a little showroom type of deal yeah. if you wanted it to little be first Friday. I've, always, I've always had this like dream of uh even having a fly-in first Friday or fly-in like arts. Oh, but I mean, easily pull out the plane and there's your studio, you know, like in the hangar. Like if you needed that space for like yeah. some type of an event, like and that's essentially oh, yeah. what a hangar is, is for an event sure. space too. Yeah. Have folks fly in to come see your art? Yeah, fly in or drive in or whatever, but it would be, that's like a little pipe dream of mine. Or bike in, or or bike in, think bike in. That'd be cool somewhere out in Hatchers and Jesus. like she's a big thinker. Yeah, <laughs> and things and like things are happening for right now, that dude. pipe dreams, like, and then they're they're happening. That's that. so cool. I mean, you gotta start dreaming to make it happen. Yep, yeah. that's the first step. Get the ideas flowing. I didn't really ever think uh, being an artist was possible, and I didn't think being a bush pilot or just not that uh, technically. Just being a pilot, like a private pilot, yeah. anything flying in the backcountry, I didn't actually think that was ever going to happen. <laughs> so any, what's like the big goal after, I mean, I know you've got lots already like on your plate, but that one, like a, a backcountry first Friday, that's like the next step or like pipe dream? Oh yeah, like maybe, yeah, like um, first Friday art show, whatever, at the hangar. Uh-huh. That'd be pretty rad. Solstice so cool. night at the hangar. Mm-hmm. Do you ever want <laughs> to get come. like <laughs> you're invited? <laughs> like increase like your that rating levels so cool. like for your for your pilot's license? Like do you ever want to yeah. get like I do. I want to get my instrument and commercial. Mm-hmm. Um right now I have about like over four hundred hours. Um just mainly mountain flying and yeah. backcountry flying. Um and, and that'll just open up so many more opportunities for yeah. Anything that you want. Yeah, I don't. Re- I don't really want to be a commercial pilot. If my art fails, that's the route I'm going. But um, the plan right now is to stay full time artist and fly for fun. Yeah. But I just think that it, it's not a bad thing to have those tools. And no, it just I, adds a whole oh, other element totally. mm-hmm. to what you already provide. Yeah, and I've taken the uh, instrument reading test and just like have like the knowledge. But I do, and I have a lot of the hours. But I need to go get the rest of the actual. Um, instrument hours cool. have the cross country ones done. So freaking cool! So when you went, when you learned, uh, got your pilot's license, did you go to actual like course up here, or did you have a buddy teach you? How um, did that go? I had an instructor, so you can do it 
two different ways. Um, I'm trying to remember the numbers now. I think it's part 191 is you can go through a school. Okay. And it has a curriculum. The curriculum. Curriculum. That's tough. A little tongue twisted. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can do it that way and pass through the school like that. Or you can take part 64, which is you kind of get all the hours yourself. You do the written test yourself, and then you hire um, a CFI, Certified Flight Instructor, to get you through what you need. And so okay. you have to have a certain amount of cross-country hours, uh, solo hours, night. There's um, instrument. There's a bunch of different requirements. And then once you have all that, you can go take your um, pilot's license with a DPE, Designated Pilot Examiner. Mm. And wh- which one did you do, you said? Which uh, route 64. Did you go? Yeah, 64. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit more, uh, like, you can do it your own way. Yeah, at your own pace and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You're not, know, like, having to show up at class at 9 a.m. and yep. wherever. Well, that seems like the route, right? It's, like, people either, like, rent, you know, a plane to get hours or yeah. buy a plane, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they've got the funds to do that. And Yeah, I definitely think buying a plane first. Um was the way to go that's what everybody told me to do and mm-hmm. i would 100 percent say you know it, it probably is. seems a little bit more daunting up front like it does yeah, totally you're like all right well i'm, I'm committed i'm in here we go yeah. I mean, that's a big that's a big that's a big <laughs> chunk to bite off yeah yeah it is i mean, I mean where do you, do you just go like craigslist planes yeah there is a craigslist like for planes right yeah the barnstormers.com oh, yeah. is one oh okay of that's where i found my plane what's it called Barnstormers. Barnstormers. Yeah, that's like the planes nice. back in the day. They used to like they called them barnstormers. They'd okay. come and fly down through the barns. That's well, pretty rad. I, I was thinking about. I was kind of looking at our agenda here, and, and then listening to your story. Um, if we could just back up a little bit, like, what did you want to do before being an artist and a pilot? Did you want to? Was there a profession? Was there something? I want to be a dental assistant. I mean, was there something that you were like, I really should like. I want to get in people's mouths. Have this like thing or like, was this something? I think being an artist was always maybe Mm -hmm. the end goal, but um, that's what started everything. I went to school for graphic design and I've had my own graphic design business for over 15 years. And then. Um, it's worked out that I eventually was able to switch over to full-time artist these last few years. So you were really all, all about your artistic uh, outlet. Yeah, I really loved Just it. all the time. I've always loved it, and I was uh, kind of my options. I was like, well, when I was in high school, I was like, I could be a art teacher or a graphic mm. designer to make money. I was like, I, there's no way I could ever actually pull off being a fine artist. So I decided to go to school for graphic design because I was like, well, I don't want to look at a computer all the time, but I'd be able to make my own hours. I'd be able to go ski every powder day. Mm -hmm. And that's what really swayed my decision was the freedom of it. Yeah, it's a great answer. I had to ask because, you know, the safe bet is a career or or something Mm -hmm. and you can do that on the side. Yep. But, you know, when you're a kid and you do something that you love, I want to do this for a living. It's like, well, I mean, you can say you, yes, yes, you well, can. well, can you really snowboard for a living? Yes, can you really you can. ski for a living? Yeah. Oh no, you can. I'm just saying that when you're a child or a young person, it 
the aspirations are there, but the actual getting there can be way more challenging and daunting than what you think it is and, and the things that have to come into place and to happen. So it's cool that you actually, I want to be an artist to make a living at it, which mm -hmm. a lot of people do that, but then they realize like, oh man, this isn't going the way I thought. So now I'm going to be a accountant. And then they'll do still do art on the weekends, yeah. you know. Yeah, majority yeah. of folks. So kudos to you, man. You like right, and they're probably and they're probably not not super happy, you know. No, they're I mean? kicking themselves. Yeah. They're gonna listen to this podcast and be, right, like, be like, "I need to buy a fucking plane. I need to get my fucking <laughs> like, my brushes just, back just out. Gotta go for it. I need to step my game up. Man. Get my yeah. brushes back out. <laughs> get those brushes out. <laughs> so fun." Straight to the art store, get the Crayola kit. Just to get back I'm to heading work. to Blaine's. Let's go. I'll take your was, starter kit, please. I was thinking Target. Like you just go, oh. like just get it going. You well, know? if you're gonna go for it, yeah, yeah. Blaine's art supply. No half stepping. No half stepping. Where'd you go to school to learn graphic design? University of Utah. Okay. Yep. So they, I don't know if they still do. They had one of the best design programs in the nation when I was uh, going to college. And I could ski there, so that yeah, was perfect. It was a big, awesome. You always had like a second agenda I, to it. You're like, well, I kind of need to be doing this too. Yeah, that'll be a byproduct of my art project. <laughs> yeah, shit, that's the only reason I went to school. It's like I'm gonna go play soccer, and okay, I'll get a degree in the meantime too. It's yeah. like I couldn't do just one thing. No. Uh -uh. Oh, that's badass, man. So, uh, where'd you go to school? Where'd you? Would you do the thing? Did we? No, we didn't you, start that. That. No, right. I was just curious, like, because now you you went to college in Utah. Oh yeah. So we're going back. We're we're doing this a little bit. Backstepping. But it's fine. We're covering the the, the stuff. Oh yeah. Topics. I was so. born in Pennsylvania, outside of Philly. Okay. And so I went to a school there, and when I was eighteen, I left. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was lucky enough that I had friends that took me out skiing and mm. I got to go on a trip out west and everything was over from there. I was like, all right. I oh, know you fell I'm, in love with that? Oh, yeah. The mountains, everything. Just like the everything about the west versus the east coast I was way into. Mm. And, yeah. and then. Uh, it's so vastly different it for is. a kid that oh, yeah. grew up over there. Then to come over to mountains and streams and rivers and not that there aren't some in Pennsylvania, not really so much mountains, but streams and, but it's just, when you see, I don't know, man, there's, isn't there just an allure to a human being to mountains? Yeah. Like, Majestic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just something that draws you to it. It makes you feel little, like it's yeah. scary. And your art, like ref it's, your yeah. art reflects that, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's kind of like. It's, it's like either mountains or ocean. They're both just so vast and big. You're like, I got to be by one of and those. And then you come to Alaska mm -hmm. and then you get both. Yeah. That's what got me Ooh. here. <laughs> yeah. I love a freaking like water vista. The mountains, vista. The mountains are vista. touching the ocean. I mean, you yeah. can't I get can any lay better than this. here and have my feet there. Totally. Touching a mountain. <laughs> the water is smashing on a mountain. I mean, you can't. <laughs> I remember when I got here, I was like, uh-oh, mom, this is it. I found my spot. Yeah. There's I mean, it took you probably a oceans. matter of minutes hours yeah i canceled my flight home yeah what year like was that. that that you first experienced alaska uh 2011 nice yeah and you, you had a round trip and turned it into a one-way yep good so for cool. you graphic design job I, all i needed was my computer so 
I was set. And so were, you were working like remotely. Did you have a lot of like contracts and stuff like down in the States? Yeah, but I could do them all from my computer. Yep. And I had some mm-hmm. international ones at the time too. So. And then did you start to kind of grasp on to local ones as you moved here mm-hmm. and transitioned that way? Or were you keeping uh, your options open? I still had like my regular clients yeah. uh, in how that I did graphic design in house for. Cool. Um, and then like yeah. your bread and butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I met people and just wanted to do some more cool projects. Like I do, I've done a bunch of stuff for two catch powder guides. I'm yes. still their graphic designer for when they have stuff they can't figure out. And then yeah. Alaska, um, Alaska rock gym, just like fun ones. That yeah. Ones yeah. That I was picking up. Um, Girdwood brewery. I did their logo on a lot of their Slack branding. Tide. Our accordion marmot. Yeah. Space the list show. is endless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you got a niche there. Yeah. So it was cool. So in 11, you lived, you moved to Girdwood or you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Transplanted yeah. straight to Girdwood. Yeah. I was living in Crested Butte, Colorado at the time. Okay. And I bought a flight up here f- just by myself. I always wanted to see Alaska. I had a plane ticket because I was supposed to go kayaking in Mexico. Canceled that. Needed to use it in a mm. year and it, like it was coming up and Alaska was having a good year and I didn't have anyone to go with. I just decided to go. Did you know own. anybody here? Um, I ended up figuring out that I um, was a whitewater raft guide with perfect Eric who owns the powder hound. Yes. Um, and then I didn't know at the time, but then once I got here, you're like, like oh, put it all together. Person. I know. Yeah. yeah. And that's no. all it takes. And what? I was going to get dropped off at the hostel or something. And he was like, Oh no, you're staying with me. I got an extra room. So it just, yeah. So cool. And that's how Girdwood works. Out. It all fell in place. Now, did you, what What month did you come? Um, it was in the winter. Okay. Was it a sunny day? Or <laughs> no, no, no. I, the reason why I'm asking is because I remember 2011 was an epic summer, too. Like, <laughs> Tammy, you remember that? No, I do. I do because there was like three years after my, my first daughter was born when we were kingfishing really, really hard up north. And, and I just remember the summer, the weather was just amazing good for you for like season after season after season we got so many good trips in mm. like we're going three days a week and so i i specifically remember 11 was the most days i've ever gotten out in alaska in the summertime because i was kind of working like a job where i could just kind of come and go as i pleased mm-hmm. and i like worked remotely Maybe four hours a day tops. You sound like a drug dealer. <laughs> I, I wasn't stealing drugs, slanging but I was sex. slanging insurance. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. <laughs> just as bad. But it was just a an amazing summer. Um, I don't know, man. You just don't forget those summers when you get out that much. Because I don't get out that much as I used to. <laughs> I still get out a lot, but not not four days you a week. Get out a lot. You're tripping. I'm I've I, I, seen I, you on Saturday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For a second. <laughs> that was I told you all that in confidence. <laughs> it's classified information, right? Not anymore. <laughs> right here. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and we'll get into maybe Brandon's weekend. Yeah, no. don't do that. <laughs> Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. 
Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney's Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan, BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Old time. Yes. Oh, beautiful. I know. Beautiful, beautiful. What was that you just showed him? Portage. Portage. When like, just like to yesterday, it's been beautiful. The spring vibes have been great. Is I've this, just been feeling is the, the spring wind vibes. Is it all wind so blown nice. and blue, straight clear dog. Oh shit! It's been so nice. Beautiful so yeah, I here. think I mean when I did my first time, I came in here with you guys. Um, there's a Facebook. Did you change your hat? I did. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I was, was like, uncomfortable. It was yeah. It reminded uh, me of my grandpa Nat. Oh yeah, that's an old. It's an, yeah, it's an old school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if his name's Nat, tells you one thing. Sure. But that's sorry, I just was Sarah. like, <laughs> you started talking to me seriously, and I'm like, wait, Aunt Glenda, seriously changed. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a Facebook group that like posts um, ice thickness and whatnot for all like these oh, outdoor oh, ponds. Luke, probably yeah. Luke Mel and them. 
Because um, he's doing the skate. The it's the Nordic skating. Skate South Central yeah, okay. outdoor yeah. whatever. But yeah. um, that's Portage, Portage is looking fire, so might be heading up. Just there glazed over. Mm-hmm, Do you have some of those skates? I just your hockey, my skates. hockey skates. Oh, um, that's even what Luke does. He doesn't do hockey skates. Yes, he did. Remember, he's like, they're all making fun of me, but I was like, I can turn better with these. Yeah, and that's yeah, fun. but if you if you go to the the Nordic skates, you can go like way faster, way further. Oh. I mean, I'm not about like I don't need to do that. It's I'm just out there to be. Yeah. Oh, I know that's you know that's I mean? cool. Shit. Just out there to be and just look good a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just look good a little bit. Just give me some glacier yeah. time. <laughs> Get in a good back check. Catch, catch like, some rays. I want to go do that. I'm take Fucking my launch a puck for like a mile. Yeah. Just watch it scream. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Yeah, man, I need to learn how to skate. Let's You're go, tripping, bro. man. We all be going skating. I, everybody tripping. skates but me. Um, you don't have to be good. Just put some on. I'm worried about busting my my tailbone. You won't just. We'll help you. You might. Thanks, Meg. Shut it down. You might. Just Never mind. Possibilities. <laughs> Never mind. Once you, could, you, you could wear a donut. Well, you know. I, I should. So once you damage your coccyx, it's fucking donezo. Just put your hands down when you fall down. Did you know that that's that? what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, you're EMT. You know what's <laughs> like that. You ever, had, you ever had to deal with anybody with a shattered one? Uh, I mean, we go uh, shattered cock six. That's yes. the word. I mean, yeah. You emphasized Science. the first part. I didn't. I just said it. Cock How do you spell people. that? I got to put that in the notes. Weird. Yeah, I've been I on some crazy so. shit, and yeah. shattered cock six was probably part of it. Well, I met a gal that blew one out uh, see, oh, riding yeah. a horse. She was barrel riding. Yeah, and I think she got bucked off and like. Listen, I know a hundred people that learn how to skate on their own, and none of them busted their coccyx. Well, mine's already busted, so it's just Great. potential Nothing for aggravation <laughs> that I worry about, like falling. We'll down get you a it. chair or whatever. No, you know? I will yeah. just wear be hockey God pants. Damned if I ever get God on a chair. You could just hold a hockey mm-hmm. stick, and that'll break. And no, I can. I could get on some. I could put some skates on and skate. Okay, great. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. No one's asking you to do a crossover tournament. <laughs> That's a whole different. I'm just, I'm so intimidated and embarrassed and scared. Because <laughs> all you guys are going to be like, oh. No, we're not. Just cross yeah, we're just going to point and laugh gonna, at you. No, we're not. <laughs> Circle you like you a bunch of fucking sharks. You should see me trying a snow sharks. machine, bro. I'm not embarrassed. I'll come out there. I'll break all these snow machines. You can't get a pal <laughs> turn in? Dude, I direct on the on the trailer. Getting it off the trailer? <laughs> Boom. There goes yeah, the throttle. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> there goes the throttle cable. Next. <laughs> Megan, you you ride, right? Yep. She's Let's. a dirt biker. And a snow machiner. Yeah. And a rip and skier. Probably dirt bike before snow machining. No, actually, the opposite. What? Snow machine and then dirt bike. Because you're I was just thinking. You're a big dirt biker. I was thinking yeah. main riding dirt bikes and then transitioning <laughs> to snow machines, but instead, come to Alaska. Come to Alaska, start to ride a sled. Sweet. Um, yeah, and then start to ride a dirt what bike. What was your first snow machine? Uh, Summit 800, 163 track. <sighs> Shit, those turn nice. They're pretty sweet. Easy to learn on. <laughs> Seriously, that's a good song. Yeah. All you got to do is just <laughs> wrap it. Wrap it. <laughs> I think that was a problem. When I started, I had like the Yamaha VMAX. This thing had no turn, no oh, nothing. Sure. And like, then you get lake, on something new. Machine. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> counter steering all over the place. Going off the up track. That is <laughs> oh, man. 
I was such a shit show my first time up the up track. Oh it was so bad. My heart was beating so like a hundred miles. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's technical. Yeah, and like the there's people at it. the bottom watching, waiting, and they're like, "Okay, this person's new. Let's give them some space." And then it it was a whole ordeal. And I <laughs> I needed a beer when I got to the top. I, I was needed like, way <laughs> more than a beer. I needed a fifth of something. It's like I thought this was supposed to be fun. Oh my I'm god! So it was out not. Right now. It was not, and I am not good at like not being, being good. good at something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I uh, hear yeah. All like all. Brandon skating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I gave her hell and figured it out. But it Your did not come though? naturally. Uh. Well, Kennedy obviously. Yeah. Mila wants to learn badly. She don't have to do no lessons, man. Just put them out there. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just fun like I was telling you before the show started. I learned on Larkspur, just right on the street. You know what's so fun is just going out to Westchester. <laughs> is that what like, your body looks like? The, yeah, just loop. like yeah, that, man. I guarantee you, I was just looking like a looking bouncing like a, off snowworms, yeah, little Bambi. baby Bambi out there. Just <laughs> oh, they had <laughs> in like church clothes, yeah, <laughs> and slacks and shit. <laughs> Like a sweater my grandma made. <laughs> Turtleneck? <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. The red one. <laughs> I was just at my mom's place the other night. It was my daughter's birthday, and she made us dinner. And I see all these old pictures of me and my little brother. My mom was, like, religious about the annual Sears photography studio oh. photo. <laughs> with the 80s, that. like, JC with the spike in the middle. And, oh, me the and my side spike? Just, you know, me and, me and my little brother just... <laughs> and the just the the sweater and turtleneck game was tight, dude. We sweater vest, turtleneck underneath. No, just the sweater. Yeah, with the turtleneck. Like we were. I'm like mom. At like some the point, sweater, like she has on with the. You know, like the a crew sweater, neck. Sweater. That's a crew neck. Crew. And with then, the turtleneck under. I'm talking about the full tuck. Just layered. The one that, it's like. And you're just sweating in there. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, when was this ever a cool thing to put your kid in sweater and turtlenecks, man? 91. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was like 86 to 94. <laughs> it was bad. And then, and then it like transitions over to like an and one jersey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> As, as soon as you hit, oh like, the seventh you grade. Me, you let me wear the and one jersey? <laughs> Jordan. Jordan she makes you still put the turtleneck under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little, you know the Janko jeans was underneath? Like, oh, yeah. shit. Love, love my Janko jeans. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. I, don't, I rabbit hold there on that. I, just, I was just looking at the photos. I was like, God damn, mom, for real? Uh, but, so, man, I, we don't do that with our kids, I, I realized. We don't do like annual photos at a. a no, that's because we got studio. phones, man. I got eighteen thousand exactly. photos. Yeah, you don't need yeah. photos. I guarantee that's sixteen thousand of them over my kids. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's why we don't, you know, do the value whole thing. the importance of taking your kids to Sears every year. <laughs> yeah, and doing the combo. You and know, you guys with went the, to Sears and JC Penney's. Yeah, we did the. Was it JC Penney's? Oh yeah, third floor. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> it was JC Penney's, so not funny. Sears, man. You're right. Yeah. Oh man, third floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You walked right past like the new Nintendo. Yeah. And Maybe shit. you they get to right go to the Nordstrom's like cafe. Remember they had the little oh, like food did. place in there. We didn't yeah, come to dog. No. We, we, were, we were Lamont's. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were like. Yeah. We were Lee. Well, we weren't. My mom. We were Lee to. jeans, and then the kids at school got Levi's. 
right. I don't. Yeah, I didn't wear shank and jinkos. Well, that was you know once I started trading pants with the homie at school, and that's weird. But what you did the trade off? Well, I just I was struggling, man. My mom was buying me all my shit from Lamont's, and everybody else had the hot boy shit. Oh, I'm trying real, to hang out. I'm trying shit. to I'm trying to hang out with the hot boys with yeah. the Lee. At least you knew English. You know, and then everybody had Nikes, and I I'm had the fucking trade with um, Brian and shit. Me not. Mira, mira, jinkos. That's true. At least I could speak English. I had that going for me. I want to talk really about dirt bikes too. real quick. Let's do that. Jesus, because get out of there. like I like we were talking about before, get us out of that hole. Get out of there. Um, I've always been into ATVs. You know, I learned to ride when I was little with my brother, and we go all the time. And my kids are into it. We're all into ATVs. I only see dirt bikes at Knick and sometimes at Eureka. Mm. Where is that like the main, where else do people ride? Um, where do they nail it? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of dirt biking in Alaska, but it's out there. Yeah. There's some trails like around Hatcher's Pass that you can get okay. out on, um, out the Knick. There's the um, motocross at Kincaid. Kincaid. Mm-hmm. and yeah. um i don't know i'm still new to figuring out the trails in alaska king's river is oh yeah mm-hmm. okay yep so um i'll probably know a lot more in another year or two here because uh i'm gonna start exploring more trails up here most of my riding's been in washington um, oh, area. I bet this banging and out there. It's so good. So, do you have a bike that you leave down there, or does? Yeah, I have two now. Great. Or actually, I have like four dirt bikes right now. Hell yeah! Awesome. For down there. Um. Yeah, they're just. Let's see. I've got one up, one up here, three down there. Um, is that is it a small enough dirt bike that you could somehow transport via a plane? A trailer crew? No, not my <laughs> plane. Yeah. But, um, yes, I'm sure you definitely. People, like... Could you, like, well, jerry-rig or in, like, build, like, a yeah. platform Yeah, type? I mean, have you seen pictures of, like, people taking uh, ATVs yes. out and, like, strapping them to a mm-hmm. float? Yep. And, yeah. Um, also, there's lumber racks that go mm-hmm. underneath, like, uh-huh. a cub or something like that. I've heard of people Under, taking... Under, like, the belly pot of a plane type of deal. Yeah, I've heard of people just, like, taking sleds apart, swim machines apart, oh, like, yeah. the handlebars and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Like, strapping thing. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's possible. I bet in a 180, 185, you could just get put a dirt Oh, it's 100% there. the how they do it. Yeah. Yeah, all the, like, Beaver mining districts sure. and people that are doing stuff where they need... They'll break down a whole 6x6 six six and yeah. ship it out. Well, I'm just, like... You know, that could be, that could be <laughs> pretty cool. Biking. Imagine you and your dude and each of your bikes are strapped like on each side and like you're able to land somewhere. It'll be like the WoW Project insane. logo, but it's bikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's two, two racks. You got a, a little, at least a little 50s or something. Get some yeah. 50s and strap them on each Have you seen the Get new like electric and... ones? Oh yeah. The Stasics. Mm. Is that what Yeah. Be? Your brother yeah. was sending us the picture yeah, of that. Yeah, he sure what was. They? they got them in stock over at AME. The Stasics might be the little kids' bikes. They are the little kids' ones. They're mini bikes. Yeah. Um, But I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it's going to, like, get there. Yeah. Right? Or it's going to be dope. Yeah, there is. Oh, it's on its um, way for sure. No, there is, like, adult electric bikes. I'm forgetting what they're called right now, but, yeah. I was just over in Maui, and there was a guy riding one. Oh. On the street? 
Uh, no, on the trails. Oh, yeah. wow, cool. Yeah, and so that was the first one I've actually like seen out riding. That was Maui. I was just there too. It's oh, so good. That's so the, good. that's the next dream. <laughs> I need a hanger in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, place in Maui. Yeah, if you were just to like tweak some of Meg Smith designs in some of like the epic. I was already dreaming, brainstorming that when I was over there. I, I mean, like, oh, go on some flights around there, get some visuals, take some pictures, and like yeah. some cool volcano shit. And it's like Meg Smith, like winter edition or like summer, you know, it's mm -hmm. like you island style. Yeah. Island style. Like yep. what a cool twist on yeah. like what you're already doing here. That's got such like a, a niche and like it's branded like so you when people see that, I feel like, like they know that like it's yeah. you without. Is, it, is there a name to that style that you do? I don't sure. think I don't know if there is. I don't know it. It's just kind of. So is it a combination, for. like, for people that can't see, like, we're looking at one of her pieces that's on the table that she brought in. Um, how how does your process work for, like, is it part, like, digital and then mm. you create or, like, kind of talk through the process? I have two different processes depending on what type of piece I'm doing. So both of these that are on the table, um, one is the Superco painting I did for the Alaska Airmen's Association so last cool. year. And Perfect. another one is of uh, a doll sheep that I did. And so both of these, what I do for my paintings. Did you make a big one of those yeah. for them? Yeah. Do they have it in that building? Um, they might. I think they do. I, I felt like it looked familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's they the do, so they do posters. You know, they do the poster every year for the okay, that's um, what I saw. great aviation gathering. That's what I saw. Great Alaska Aviation Gathering, sure. um, and they had the the same guy doing it for like twenty years or maybe even more, and they recently just switched it up and they asked me to start doing it. So I did it last year. I'm doing the one. I'm almost finished with the one this year. Um, so this was specific for them. This yep. piece. Yeah. And did they give you free range? Yeah, they do. They Great. wanted it to. They just told me they're like, we want it to be more. Um, alaska general aviation like what alaskans do with their planes yeah so right mm -hmm. away i want to ski flying because it's my favorite thing to do mm -hmm. with yep. my yeah. plane. That's um this year it's a beaver on floats with fly fishing it's like um just maybe like turn that to the camera yeah getting flown out so you freehand all this stuff so this is all freehand yeah and the, then the ram too yep yep this oh, is all painted with a little tiny brush do you do you have like a picture or something you're looking at, or do you yeah, just kind of for, for this? No, for for like the mountains and things, I just kind of do that out of my head. Yeah, unless I'm trying to do a specific spot, then I look at it. Um, and yeah, for the sheep, I looked at a photo for that. Yeah, I mean the accuracy is. I God, mean, it's so beautiful. <laughs> It yeah so like you'll paint it do you do you just do you like when you do the first painting of it is there a certain size that you want to do um, it's like eight by 12 or you're trying to do something yeah, bigger i usually i usually do them all big so like okay. 30 by 40 okay or that's the size i like to work in okay um because it's like there's no point i mean i i, I am a customer of megs and so it's like oh, there's cool. no point in getting something like small when it's this 
like beautiful of a piece of work that you're going to put up in your home granted like she's got all sizes so it's like but i would think if she made like the original size like you said the 30 by 40 you could make it this small or you can make it as big or small as you want it right yeah once you but like the way you're going to do the first original art piece of Mm -hmm. it before you digitize it is that the right word yeah you'll do 30 by 40 Yep, or 30 by 40 or bigger or slightly smaller, but I like to work big so then I have the option for prints and everything to Uh, go that big. mm. Um, And then, because you can always go smaller, but if you start small, you can't go bigger. Got it. Can't blow them up. They don't look. They don't look good. You can blow them up, but it's not going to work um, that well. Do you save the originals all yourself? No, I sell the originals. You do sell Mm -hmm. the original too? Yeah. Yep, I sell the originals. They sell right away. Like as soon as I, oh. I have a waiting list for originals too. That's so awesome. Yeah, and they're all big ones like that mostly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so my what part- I have is canvas, and yeah, I love that one. Oh. Is it a canvas like print like that, or is it actual paint? Paint. Paint. Yeah. Um, I don't remember which one I have, but it's like, yeah, it's mountain scene, obviously, with like. Um, there's some like gold and it's like, uh, during like twilight kind of, so it's like the mountain sun's going down and there's like gold accents along all the ridge lines and oh, it's so yeah, pretty. That, and that, I usually like light a candle by it and then, so it just makes the whole thing like oh, it up. And glow. Nice. Yeah, That nice. one's a classic. And I've, I got, um, one similar mountains as these <laughs> and it has the goat <coughs> perched on the peak. Oh, sick. Mm-hmm. I got that for... A handful of friends for like a Christmas gift. It's like all her pieces are just so dope, and like, people are like thrilled to get oh, them. Man. Thrilled, no matter like postcard, print, canvas, metal, like. And and so the goat one, like you were talking about, the mm-hmm. one that's up on the side of the mountain. That one's a different process. That one's um, my graphic pieces okay. that wow. come from my graphic design background and. Pretty much all of those come from me going out somewhere, having an adventure, this experience. And then sometimes I'll jot down certain like sketches um, if I'm out there and I have something. And a lot of times I just come home and like do it from my head. And mm. but that's why it becomes very graphic and really simple, like simplified. There's not nearly as much detail as like my paintings have. Um, because it's like an image a that lot you more remembered. just like clean like mm-hmm. straight lines yeah verse and what i do is i draw it out I, um so it's all of them are drawn out by hand but these ones i draw it out by hand scan it in the computer redraw it on the computer mm. so that um i can render it there color it do whatever i want and then i print it onto the metal or the <sighs> canvas so cool. how time consuming is that that one is not nearly as time consuming as the paintings are my paintings take me a lot longer. Like what? Like what do you mean? Like days? Yeah, hours? that's what I, that's kind of what I was like, asking. Depends like on the, the like vibes. The, like the sheep one. The sheep took me like four days, five days, because. And it, are you I multitasking mean, in the meantime, doing other like multiple things at once? Or are you? Yeah. Depends I, if the powder's hitting. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Break time. Break I time. Go. <laughs> the sheep can wait. I love living in Girdwood for that because I can wake up in the morning. I can wake up at seven if I want. Work. Paint. Go shred. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Go get a couple laps mm. in. 
and mm-hmm. then come back and I still have mm-hmm. like over a full day of work. And there's nobody in their right mind that skis from 1030 to 430. They're no. lying if they say they do. My knees can't <laughs> handle that. No. They're shot. Yep. <laughs> so the only I'm, reason we're up there is if we get stuck bit. fizzing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yep. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So the, the graphic pieces, um, they're a lot shorter for me to do. They take me day two days three days those the sheet painting took me like five ish because there's just not as much going around in the background so there's a little bit less to paint some of my mountainscapes take me a lot longer because it's just the whole thing like i'm filling in the whole thing with details yeah do you prefer one versus the other i like getting lost in a painting like to me that's where i reach the flow state of creativity more than my graphic pieces yeah i like my graphic pieces because i think to me they're just different and unique and i like doing stuff that you don't really see yeah like the best compliment i ever get from people they're just like wow your stuff's so different yeah that's the best compliment ever (laughs) that's what i'm going for yeah Yeah. well speaking on that did you have any one that like inspired you like your style was there something that you saw one time you're like, oh, I like that. I want to try to do that. I feel like I've always been um, inspired by just like geometric things. I okay. really like the crisp, clean line. So anytime I've seen anything like that, I, I'm i just really drawn to it. I'm like, that's what I like. Yeah. I like that more than like the whimsical kind of like splashy, sloppier sure. stuff. Like just yeah. that's my taste. So yeah. I I guess that's what I, I lean towards in my art. Can you pull up some of her stuff real quick, Brandon? Yep. Does this could be a good segue into some of the art that you did for an event that's going on right now? Oh, does yeah. that also have some of those uh, attributes that you were just speaking of? It does. It has a lot of that. it. So yeah. maybe one of those photos that she just airdropped you earlier, B. Oh, yeah. I'm on it. That one's not the final one. I don't have it on um, my phone. But So will you share with everybody listening what this project yeah it's, is. it's for uh the natural selection uh tour that's coming up here to alaska mm. it's travis rice's snowboard competition it's a pretty big event yes um, yeah so they just cool. i think you know when this airs they'll have already they were just finishing in in revelstoke in bc mm-hmm. today yep. um and then the the final is going to valdez at some point oh, mid sick. mid-march but it is like the most epic backcountry snowboard competition that has ever is that during tailgate i was just gonna ask i don't that. know when the uh, tailgate i think is the first week in april tailgate is so this is so ish. this is the artwork that the they reached out to and asked you to do yeah yeah and that's like not the fun. The final version um, has an owl in the back of the mountain, like coming down at you. Mm. And, and that's something that you added. Yeah. So cool. I went. So I took this painting, and this isn't. This is just the last thing I have on my phone. Um, it's not the fully um, finished version of it, but it looks pretty similar to this. And then um, I took it in the computer and added some more just like dramatic contrast geometric lines angles things to like really finalize it and make it look cool and then added the owl coming in the back very cool because, white owl yep because this was Snowy. a commission i uh usually like my paintings i would just if i wanted to do that i would just go for it this yeah. i didn't want to like 
mess it up because they didn't ask for that you know sure. yeah. and i just they wanted they wanted my classic alaska like mountain spine, spine lines. Line, pillow lines um yeah i'm noticing while looking at like that uh, noticing the pillows and a lot of your other stuff doesn't normally have that it's no, normally it just doesn't have pillows so I was like, can you explain right. that for people that don't understand what yeah, that means what pillows are yeah um like the pillows are nice fluffy powdery little jumps kind of when you're going down a mountain and they oh. like cliffs they like, attach to them and then when you're riding you can like jump off of one and land on the next they're like pillowy uh, pillowy not, not <laughs> very descriptive but like landing zones like that plop, you yep plop, and that all plop. descend down kind of in yeah in a descending line and and if you're really good they're really and fun. what we're talking about the pillows are these little these little yeah like snow packs and little, so little nubs. i mean i've been watching the be the, the tour since it kind of started like online um how have they described to you that they're going to be using this piece through like um so they do like last year and um it might have been the year before too i'm not certain about that but they have artists that they commission to create art for their event and it could be just one for the whole year or like one for each stop got it um it's kind of what i saw sure from what they were doing and yeah i'm doing the alaska one so year, cool. So. I, I remember specifically them talking about um, some of the geometric shapes that were coming out uh, that was over one of the tunnels that the riders were coming out of. Oh, Do you cool. remember that piece? Um, and they were kind of like mirroring like giant snowflakes, but were very just like rigid straight lines. Um, and so that's so cool. I'm just, you know, imagining that artist being contacted and like, hey, come up with something cool. And like, the way that they were built and transported to go to like each event. Cause it was just like the whole tunnel that all the riders would come out of. And it was really, really neat. Was that this year? Last year's. Last year's. Mm-hmm. Cool. So cool. So when we watch the finale in Valdez in a few weeks, we're going to see this up there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know like what they, what capacity they're going to do use it with. It. I know they like have it on their website and they use that to promote it and they sell NFTs of it and yeah. they, damn, they go full do. NFT. Yeah. Wow. So you give the whole rights to them. Like mm-hmm. this is yours now or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, that's cool. smart of them. And cool of them to like bring in the local person to do that. It is yeah. really cool. I was yeah. really excited when they contacted me. I was like, I was in Maui, and they're like, "Can you?" Oh God, that was recently then. Oh yeah. Oh my I had gosh, like, how funny! I was, I was in Maui, and I was still there for another week, and they're like, and then my deadline was pretty much in two weeks. So I was like, oh, I have a week to bust this painting out. Like as soon as I get back, oh shit, and I got to push everything else off, but I yeah. wanted to do it. That Absolutely, that that's like, not something you're gonna say. Oh, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm in Maui. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, oh. you're like, I'll have it done. When Travis Rice calls, you deliver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. That is so cool. I was stuck. They, uh, I'm like, I, I just don't understand how these people even find me. Sometimes I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, you're <laughs> out in the universe. I guess so. Yeah, putting it out there. Yeah, I think, I don't know, man. The way algorithms and all that stuff work and phone's like i don't know <laughs> I, I i went to go type in your instagram and i type in megan and pulled you up right away i'm like 
computer, how did you know <laughs> she's sitting here? It's like, the vibes, boss. The vibes. The vibes. This is creepy, but super convenient. There she is. <laughs> Click. <laughs> is there other Alaska artists that you look up to or like, you're like, oh, man, or peers and stuff like question. that? That are like, yeah, man, these people are rad too. Definitely. Um, Dawn Garrity, she lives out in Girdwood. She's one of my best friends and mm-hmm. she has been a huge influence and um, just a resource for me. Mm. Um, definitely. Cause I've switched over from graphic design to full-time artists here in the last three to four years and she did the same thing and so it was just really cool to have her tell me what she does you know and just kind of give me a little bit of mentorship as like in direction of like this is what I do you can do it however you want but like you know yeah and she's very encouraging she'd be like get in your studio you have to be in there by 12 o'clock tomorrow like okay (laughs) yeah she's the bomb She'd a bomb. Yeah, she Watch would. She would be like, "You out. have to paint more. Like your art's really good. Just keep going." You know. Yeah. So she was like a big encourager of me doing it. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's so great. That's like Girdwood's such a small community, but there, it's like you're all, you're always creating more room for people that yeah. you know are are doing what they love and that bring something to the locals and not locals. You know, it's yeah, it's really cool. Well, I imagine too. Sorry, Daniel. No, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I imagine that you're aspiring some other young gal or, or boy to be an artist, too. I hope so. think that there's a career, yeah. there's something that can be made of. Mm-hmm. I do get a lot of people, or yeah, I get quite a few people reaching out and asking just certain questions, and I'm mm-hmm. more than happy to like point them in the right oh, direction. That's great. They're like, Who, how do you print it, or how do you make them into prints and all the things, and so, yeah, it's Awesome. And you're not uh, holding nothing back. You kind of. No, I want them to do it. Sweet. Yeah. How often are you doing, I know you have your independent stuff, someone hits you up, you're going to do a, a painting for them, a project for them, but how often are you um, deciding, like, I'm going to do a show, like a First Friday or like the thing at Double Shovel or like, is there a place, a certain amount of weeks that you decide that you're going to have your art up? Um, I kind of look for the year and just start laying it out. Like okay. I'll, I always like fill my plate full. I'm pr- really good at that. Um, overfilling most of the time, just barely pulling everything off. Isn't that but easy? Yeah. It's so easy to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <See> <laughs> there. No problem. Yeah, sure. Sign me up. That day's free. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it's actually my goal this year. Um, yeah, before some like big changes. I was even going to to start just uh, not doing any shows and mm. n- like slowing down quite a bit with that because I feel like I'm at a point that I'm just doing pretty good. People kind of know my artwork and um, I like did the hustling for a little bit and now I just want to create a lot. Mm. So I want to just like bust out. Mm. So this is the beginning of a series of all of Alaska animals. The white owl collection Ooh. is what I'm calling it. Nice. So oh, I want to do um, as many as I want to do. I want people to be able to put them on their wall in like a triptych. So you can pick out your three favorite and like put them on the wall together or like do something mm. yeah. in that style. But um, I think it would be really cool for me as an artist too, just to um, not focus on the shows. Like yeah, focus it's a whole m- different thing. Focus more on creating and like evolving my artwork. That's the biggest thing. Is like mm. I don't feel like I'm even 
uh, like come close to like tapping into like what is like in there creatively and like yeah, what cool. I can do. So like I just want to get there. And when I'm filling my time with shows, I'm like not getting there because I'm doing oh. all the busy work. Yeah. Um, like you have a foundation, but you can yeah really build off of i want to spend a lot more time just like diving super deep trying different things like going out of the box not worried yeah. worrying about like oh well this person wants this so i have to yeah. create this in the same style i always do or folks do. getting too fixated on maybe a classic style that they like about yours so that's like all they're drawn to and something different that they like your art and they see you do something different like oh wow yeah like that that's happened actually this last time. Um, one of the last gallery shows that I did at Dos Manos, um, mm. I tried a few different, like out of the box, like off the wall type yeah, stuff. Yeah, people that you don't loved do. it. Like I oh. got such good feedback from it. Cool. Oh, that's all encouraging. All of my and it, they all all of my originals sold there in the t- first twenty four hours. So it was <laughs> great success. That's yeah. so neat. And yeah. probably part of that process is like getting outside right like yeah that's the being in the plane sure. like oh, yeah. traveling different places seeing different things yeah. like what there are different points in your life right mm-hmm. and like what's speaking to you and then that's gonna facilitate through and show and like in your artwork oh, absolutely that's where it all comes from if mm-hmm. i wasn't doing the things that i do i wouldn't be inspired to do this because when i'm out there it like creates that inspiration and mm-hmm. the feeling yeah. and like in that, that space that's what i like strive to do is like recreate the feeling of being in that place mm-hmm. and experiencing that activity and or that just the vibe of out there yeah because mm-hmm. there's nothing like it like a specific mm-hmm. view or angle of something where it just sears in your mind like ooh, i'm mm-hmm. gonna use that yeah. you see so much stuff when you're flying around yeah I mean, you see things and and depending on like the time of day and like the northern lights have been insane lately. So I'm sure Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh my god, do I need to do something (laughs) with that? Or like, you know, these these clear nights with like these amazing sunsets. I'm sure just bringing like tonight's sunset was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep, just making your brain. You were probably in the studio a little earlier. That was great. Yeah, I was talking about it on the way. It was hot, hot, (laughs) fiery pink. Yep. I mean, it was... Cotton candy. Yeah, it was Can't gorgeous see. tonight. Nice. Mm-hmm. The spring, man. Love spring it. is she just... coming. The spring back. Like, last two days, you know, the the road's wet. I usually hate this the, when the roads get sloppy. Like break up? Well, I have, my truck has the big stupid tires on it, so it slings up the side, and <laughs> my mirrors and my windows and everything gets all so nasty stupid. every day. Stupid. But... Uh, but so cool. But I'm looking as I. <laughs> but I'm look. I'm pulling out of the rink tonight and I look at that mountain of snow that's like 80 feet high on uh, C Street. Oh yeah, the snow pile. And, and and my daughter's like, Dad, when do you think that thing's gonna melt? I'm like, I don't know, July. <laughs> <laughs> if that, probably not. I mean, it's just so monstrous. <laughs> yeah, and they keep. Piling I'm pretty up sure there. we're gonna be looking at snow until July, dude. For sure. It's insane. So before you go full no art show, mm-hmm. what is there some stuff still lined up in 2023 that people can come see? Yeah, I'm doing the Girdwood Forest Fair. Okay. Mm. Um, and then I'm s- hoping to still like the d- July August one. When That's is that? yeah, it's like Fourth of July weekend okay. usually. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not allowed back there. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> oh, I got 86 
Uh, got blackballed. <laughs> well, hold on a second. How do you get blackballed from that? Uh, that's a story for off the mic. Patreon. <laughs> uh, sorry, mate. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else am I doing? Um, I've got a show. Probably, I do an annual show at the Girdwood Brewery every year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? When is that? Usually the beginning of November. Mm. So like right before Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a good right one. Right before a lot of time. Yeah. Things happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. It's going to be a lot going on, so we'll see. <laughs> Emily, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. I stopped. So that's it. That's the cutoff. Okay. And when summer yeah, hits, it's like. I, oh, I'm doing the um, Great Alaska Aviation Gathering. <laughs> so I'll have a booth there right next to the Super Cub that they raffle off. Okay. Oh my god. Whoa. They raffle off a plane? They raffle off a um Where do I get the tickets? Um, yeah, man, that's on why. the Alaska Airmen Association's website. Uh can we bring uh, go ahead and bring that up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want some I want they're some like, tickets. I think they're fifty dollars a piece. I'll take oh, man. forty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a plane. Hey, can we go in on we can we go in on these <laughs> raffle tickets? Is too? that the one that Jake was helping and they painted it? I think Maybe. that is the one. Probably. We pulled it up. It was black and we yellow. Were, we were, t- yeah, we were talking about. Yeah, we were it. talking about that the other day. I think I got pictures of it on the damn. Here, hold on. On the That's damn. the build right there. The raffle build. <laughs> it's right there. Third one down. Uh, Don't right go here. to your own little thing. Well, it's just photos that homie sent me. It's probably the same ones that are here. Buy tickets. Go to the build and back up. Oh, sorry. Up, 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 up. Oh, build bio. Blogs. No, I thought it, sh- it was going to show it. Okay, as I was saying, <laughs> where's my? Yeah, I got the plane. I got the so plane. that was the plane, the black and yellow one, right there. Yeah, yellow. it's yellow this year. Okay, there it is. Yeah. So that's a carbon cub. Oh, that's not the one for this year. It's not. I don't. Well, it's oh, not, I don't. But think I take it. That's sexy. Yeah, yeah, I'll take any of them. God, those things are so cool. Like I said, hang glider. <laughs> it's like all tires and a little bit of plane. Look at that! How close that one hanging right above it is. Yeah, right on top. Uh, I hope that's suspended um, properly. Oh, it's flying! Just flew, oh, flew sure. through. <laughs> it's stalling. <laughs> Damn, man! Like, what is a cup going for these days? Um, like a, like a hot boy like that. Oh, like a carbon cup. Jake yeah, told us, remember? Carbon it was like three, cubs. It was like three hundred or something for that one. I have a short memory. But you can, like, you can find a, I mean, everything went up during COVID. Cubs went through mm. the roof. You used to be able to find them for, like, 70, 80, 90,000 in the States and fly them up here, like, a good one. And then now they're all over 100. It's, like, 150, 120. I don't know. They're starting to go back down, so. So you're playing inflated, though. Yeah. Big time. Yep. Yeah, definitely paid for my private or my license yeah yeah Yeah. cool and then so the thing too when we were talking about earlier is having a plane it's like if you get your license you plan on being a recreational pilot doing it for fun after you get your license like you're gonna have to get a plane or you just keep renting but then you you're always having to like line up the days and then if the date Mm. like the days don't work out with the weather you can't just be like it's nice let's go you know there's no turbo do you try Turo, Turo, I mean, Turo, 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 Turo. for Yeah, right. Yeah, not yet, but cups. there probably will hey. be soon. Do you try idea. and um, like set a certain amount of hours that you want to like fly a week to stay proficient? 
Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't do it by the week. I just fly sure. as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Like, I've tried to just crank out the hours. Um, the last little. That's not something you can do casually. Like. No. And you, no, you don't want to half ass this uh-uh. at all. So mm. that's kind of like buying the, the plane. Well, I'm all in. I'm not yeah. half assing it. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going flying whenever yeah. I can. Do you have a favorite route? Um, like I've go got, way. I've got a couple. Yeah, I do. Do you like to keep those under wraps? No. Um, one of my favorite <laughs> places because I'm in Girdwood and it's a really short flight is right over upper Huffman or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there. It's a lot going on. I, uh, there's so much going on down there <laughs> from Girdwood fly out to Harriman Fjord and go up Harriman Fjord to college Fjord. And that is yeah. just like insane. It's I mean, you're out there in like 10, 15 minutes. It's just, it's, in it. it's mind-blowing. Yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff on my Instagram with videos of that. and Sick. Yeah, and then that's like you inspired some paintings of mine. Bust over to like Knick. Is that where you kind of like go back around? Yeah, you can. You can go like then from, because the back George of college. all that back there? Yeah, the back of College Fjord is Marcus Baker, Marcus Ice Mountain, Baker. And That's the, the Chugach, and then you yeah. can come from there. I mean, you're not going up over Mount Marcus Baker, but you're going yeah. next to it, and you can go down the Kinnick and then um, Lake George and all that and back up over <sighs> so to Girdwood. I mean, it's just so close. It's crazy it's so how, like, close. that pocket of and amazingness is all just... I know, it's insane. It's so accessible, I mean, via the when air. When you're mm-hmm. in a... Yeah. Yeah, airplane. <laughs> so yeah. cool. As the bird flies. It's well, it's crazy when you go on a boat, whether you go on a ride in the Kinnick or you go take a boat up into the arm and or the uh, the fjords in there and you just think about how massive it is and yeah. what it looks like and like, you could ever set foot on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like really the way the crow flies, <laughs> just like right <laughs> over there. Just yep. boop. Yeah. Boop. It's yeah. like it's – you don't think of how close everything is when you're – on the water looking at it or mm-hmm. on the sandbar looking, you know, at Kinnick and it just looks like it goes forever. Yeah. Forever. It's like, man, yeah. if you look on a map, it's just like right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild how, I mean, it blows my mind. Just look, when you look at maps sometimes and you're like, I geek damn. out on maps, man. I oh, you maps. just, yeah. You're like, I'm going to just look at this one spot. Oh, what's that? What's over Next there? Thing you know, you're it's so close so to that. I'm oh in the Brooks Range over here. <laughs> <laughs> what's all this? What's this like? How do I, I start in Homer and end up in Coldfoot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got dirt biking, mm. powder hounding, <laughs> flying, painting. What's what's number five? I'm a retired whitewater kayaker. <laughs> what? Yes. I saw the kayaking pictures. Yeah, that was a huge part of my life for a long time. I traveled all over the world kayaking. Do you do six miles? Mm, I used to do six miles for fun by myself. What? <laughs> yeah. You're a psycho. Oh, I was psycho. Jesus. Doesn't that be yeah. sick lives? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I've d- I Not took this one. Have you watched the one documentary about the dude who wanted to do the ones in um, Tibet or whatever? You want to do like the five... Dude, there's so many rad kayaking. Oh, yeah. Like, there is. are those just the document- extreme of the extreme? Oh my god, dude! Because they're like having a hike up these things with oh. the kayak, mm-hmm. and it's like a 30 day mission. Like they hike in and they go down all these things and they go up another one. Yeah, I wish I knew the name of it. I think, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's sick. I want to say it's on Netflix or HBO Max. So kayaking 
actually kayaking up here is kind of what really sparked my um I'm getting my pilot's license now I can't wait anymore because I have friends that I kayak with I kayak six mile with and uh they're pilots and they're talking to me like I'm like how do you have a super cub and like my other friend has a 180 and I was like just how do you do how do you do that like how do you actually how did you guys do this and they started like telling me how to do it and I was like okay they're like it's not like you can do it and I was like really you know like I don't know can I really I'm not sure they kept talking me into it and like explaining um the whole process and then it wasn't until um one of my friends picked me up in a super cub and he was like do you just want to go over to the Neocolas for um quick for the next, just a quick the, yeah the next couple <laughs> of days like there's two kayaks over on Lake Clark and we might be able to go paddle this like first descent on this river and i was like uh yeah that sounds boring (laughs) (laughs) i don't know so i like gather all my stuff in the next like hour or so put it all together jump in the super cub fly across the inlet and we're over in lake clark got a float plane ride into the kijik river and we paddled this like class five river down into lake clark it was insane and then another plane landed and we did an airplane shuttle with the boats, I was like, "What? Oh, what is my life right now?" Set up. Yeah, I, they just knew and that's just what they do. I was like, "All right, well, I'm done now. I know what I'm doing for yeah. <laughs> the next couple <laughs> years of my life. Now I can't unsee this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then add skiing, like add being able to like have your plane to go skiing. And I was like, and here are my friends that like figured it out. I'm like, well, I can figure this out. So that was really the beginning of me figuring it out then i bought my plane two months later wow you just didn't so want to look, look back i gotta go to work tomorrow i'm like fuck <laughs> man i gotta go to work tomorrow I'm calling i mean this sick. like represents everything alaska wild project is here to like share with the world meg cool i mean seriously I mean, to just share with the world, someone listening in whatever country, because we have people that listen all over the world here, um, to aspire to do something that you might think is not possible. I mean, well, it so. feels like you're making the shit up, <laughs> but yeah. I believe every word you're saying. <laughs> I'm hanging on it, uh, yeah. and I know you're not full of shit. You're actually telling us what you do, and I mean, it's, you know... Life is more than just maybe a security blanket of a career and, you know, insurance and PTO and what day you go to the Costco. safe, the safe bet. Like if you mm-hmm. want to live and do some shit. Like it, if she's like living proof, it can be more than just like a pipe dream. Thank you. you just like, That's what I'm trying to say, man. You, you remove like the fear aspects and like the, what if this and what if like take those out of it and like, Yeah. I want a plane. I'm going to get a plane. Mm-hmm. And then you just do that. Like, it's it's yeah. pretty amazing. And There's if more people lived that way, like, there would be a lot happier people on the earth. <laughs> There'd be no teachers. <laughs> well, we were, there were still would be no, some no teachers. teachers. <laughs> There'd there, be no there are, teachers. There are instructors. <laughs> instructors. Yeah. They teach you how to fly in whitewater mm-hmm. kayak. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Emily and I were talking about this this weekend. We, we had some, some great conversations, and I won't go into crazy depth, but 
just pulling the um you know pulling the safety off you know yeah. what i mean like it's there's obviously calculated risk and calculated things that you got to do to make these endeavors successful longevity wise but you do eventually have to just get out of your comfort zone and go for it you yep. lean I mean, in. That, that, at some point you have to just take the the leap and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't but i feel like when it does it pays off in in lifestyle and experiences that can just never be you can't make it up nope. like it's real like someone like meg is doing the shit and it's it's so inspiring man Thanks. like you, what you do is sick I mean, it's... Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, I'm just like, listening to your stories, I'm like, I'm quitting my real, job man? Too. Like, I'm just about yeah. ready to... What was that website you said about I'm the planes? Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to buy a dirt bike tomorrow and go jump that fucker 100 feet and see what happens yeah. after that. Like, might buy a plane. Film me. Film me. <laughs> get my shot. Get my shot. Yeah, I'm get not going to do that, but I'm just saying. Well, what and time is Blaine's close? <laughs> Dust those brushes off. Dust those <laughs> <laughs> uh, to what you were saying, um, you know, like sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And, mm. you know, like a lot of times it doesn't. And you just have to like yeah, pick yourself yeah, back up yeah. and try again. I uh, think that's like, it's even better. for mm. me, the biggest thing that I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of like falling picking, or failing. picking myself back up and trying again. Making an idiot out of myself. Mm -hmm. Like trying something new. You a know? lot of time that just fear paralyzes people from trying anything yeah. new. Or yeah. that's why they stay in their lane and they stay doing what mm -hmm. they're doing. Because it's familiar and that's what they know. And even though it's boring and their life is miserable, it's familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's they e don't try easy. anything mm -hmm. new. And it's like, it's, I think I said the same thing to you. It's like step far, so far outside your comfort zone that you forget like how to get back. And then you just keep. Oh, now you're just. Yeah, you you're just keep going. It. It's like that lane. I don't even remember that one, you know. And then you just keep branching off and going. And it's. I mm. wish more people would live like we that. Stay, start to stay out of your lane. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and part of that, part of that, you know, what ensues after that is you start interacting and hanging out with people that are doing the same thing, mm. and then the connections and the relationships, and it just it just snowballs. Yeah. You know. Yep into this connection and this opportunity and then this uh -huh. guy and this gal and then this call and this email and then all i mean it just all of a sudden it just goes out of control for the better mm -hmm. right and and you're doing now you're doing commercials for last usa and getting emails <laughs> from natural selection like do our artwork daniel's, it's like daniel's got what? a new debit card that's got your art on it yeah, yeah. like how <laughs> serendipitous weird yes. <laughs> That yeah, art piece is making in my wall. <laughs> <laughs> that art piece is a really good story. That was, uh, you know, how I was saying the graphic pieces. Mm -hmm. um, kind of, I take an adventure, some inspiration from being out doing something, and turn it into a graphic art piece. That one was from a camping tr ski camping trip in the Wrangell Mountains. And oh, dope! I was just there last year. Yeah. We oh, even put the like the shooting star in there that's dope. Mm -hmm. and the original piece has uh northern lights in it too alaska usa yeah. so anyone listening right now if you have a if you bank with alaska usa pull out your what? You visa better. 
Sorry. Pull out your check card, and if you have the mountain scene, blue background, shooting star in the middle, that's our girl, Meg Smith. <laughs> oh, Maggie. That's so dope. That is so dope, 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 dope. She's, she certainly qualifies for a Megalodon. <laughs> Ooh, the Megalodon. We like I mean, to get I, nicknames around here. That's a so good we got one. A, we got our, we got our, <laughs> we got our, like, our maintenance guy whose name is Don. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I, I got another awesome Don. No one calls him Don. <laughs> but they're Dons. They're not Megans. <laughs> yeah. So oh. you're... Ooh, the, the female. Ooh, the female <laughs> Megalodon. You're the Meg. Megalodon. The Meg. The Don. God, I wish that's what you're playing with. Maybe the next Donatella. Oh, we call the, the, the Cub. That's the a cub. that's call a pretty appropriate name. The Meg. Megalodon. The Megalodon. What, Meg- col- what color is your next? The Megalodon. You, you should do a whole thing on it. You should get. Oh, uh, plum. Uh, I don't know. I call it Super Cub Purple. Yeah, <laughs> that's way cooler. <laughs> That's Sorry guys. A- every I, time I say I this plum, color, that's kind of lame. Because this is <laughs> what color I want my plane. Yeah. So did you guys call each black? other about the color you're gonna we wear? We didn't. Tonight? We're just we're that's just funny. a vibe. Hey, you know what? We might have one of that's these cute. for you. Those are ins- that is yeah. an insanely close color match. It really is. Wow, that is good. I do. We're a vibe. I, we we need to put have, those we out. We need to put those out for all the ladies. We're looking at Emily's crew neck super cub plum that's exclusive with the lavender <laughs> with the lavender that's logo. a that's a members only type that's shit the first you know time i've worn it i like it they're cozy yeah, too nice. mm-hmm. man i hope we have one in your size <laughs> now that you promised her one i know i'll make one for you you know also one, for one of the the tank crop tops that i had made would fit her really well oh I'll hook her some, up man it's at home Heck yeah. oh you're to gonna be swag out yeah We'll be right back. And she's a flat bill. We'll be girl. right back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's a flat bill. Oh, we got so many shit. flat we bills. We got flatties all day. Yeah, <laughs> we're not a curve bill kind of crew. Restoration, <laughs> 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the Connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. 
Oh, yeah. All right, I got a little uh, trivia here. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, we'll see what kind of game you got, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to. Uh, Just so for the record, uh, Jackie Lau. You know old Jack Lau. Yes. Double shovel. He uh, He's our trivia guy. Mm. And uh, he's uh, he's off the mic tonight, but he brought the trivia. And so for oh. the record, this is Jack's. Jack concocted this okay. trivia. The winner gets tonight. a shot <laughs> of that Lago Vulin. How about Lago, that? You nailed it this time. Did I? They said you right? did. You said Lago it right. Lago oh Vulin. yeah. Mm. Are you a uh, Scotch drinker? Dude from work brought that right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Gary Weaver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to Gary, firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. I, Meg, I almost. I, almost, I know. Hey, I know, man. Hey, I, I can. God edit, I can edit this. Yeah. Oh, you can cut, cut it out. Right? It, just in case I vomit. Just okay. cut it, that shit. Trivia. Art in Let's Alaska. Ooh. Okay. No pressure. But I ain't getting it. So. Hey, I think I got no. two out of three right last time. Jack's what, me? so good at this shit, man. Oh. All right. Ask me this question. What type of art is northern Alaska known for? Alaska native art? We need a little bit more specific. Mm. You're right up the alley. I'm going to say, like, beaded pieces. Okay. Rephrase the question. Rephrase it. What type of art in no- is Rephrase Northern it, yeah. Alaska known for? What type of art do they do in Northern Alaska that's most famous? Northern. We normally have really bad music that goes along with. Yeah, this right. Elevator music. But <laughs> we can edit that in. No, we. Yeah, no, yeah. We didn't want to uh, get kicked off of YouTube, powers. so we uh-huh. need to find an action Alaskan jingle person. Well, to we make had a, okay for the record. We had a jingle. We did, but and it was weird and creepy. It, it didn't get I flagged, mean, but I couldn't find it again. It was so oh, old because you'll get flagged on YouTube. They'll kick your shit. You can't monetize it and stuff. Um, so we need like our own. Sure, we want our own. Yeah, so it's ours. Do they do like carvings and walrus tusks Ooh, or like okay. ivory kind of animal? Okay, uh, so okay, Nordic good, good Nordic guess. ancestry art. Good guess. That's yours. Yeah, sure. That's very vague. I said northern. You said northern art? No, I said Nordic ancestry art. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Nordic ancestry? <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, you tell Meg, me. Meg was right. Oh. Ivory. Ooh. Oh, nice Ivory shit. carvings. So losers have to take the shot. Damn. <laughs> so the Alaska native art Can you get display. the actual the glass? Let me get cups. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Uh, the Alaska native art show was at the Diamond Center this last weekend. Oh, right on. And so I had to go to the Diamond Center. Well, number one, because I went to go get some stuff for my daughter for her birthday. Oh, yeah. She got to go to Dave and Buster's. And that was the after, after. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so I went to this Diamond Center and I couldn't find a parking spot. Really? The whole center? The front to back, dude. I'm talking. This weekend? This last weekend. Everyone was downtown. But everybody was also at the Diamond Center for the native art displays. We'll get into the Ferrani after this because okay. it was cracking. Yeah, I mean, you know, Alaska is really it's coming back, showing baby. up, man. I mean, if you can get, if you can get the Ferrande started, thank you, love. If you can get the Alaska Native Art display going at the Diamond Center, if you can do the 
Alaska Wild Sheep Foundation banquet, and then I think there was an Iditarod banquet or something. What was that Friday night? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, my point is, is every venue was packed. Yep. So there was enough people that went out on this last weekend to, to go to these things, and everyone show up. Like, doesn't that... Before, I used to take that for granted so much. Like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. It's like, now you get out there, and it's it's something that should be valued. Yeah. That everybody's going to get out and support these things. Mm-hmm. You know? And then there's enough people to actually go around and do it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I haven't been to the Diamond Center in forever where you couldn't... Oh, yes. Warm up the soul. Losers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the first question was... I'm a happy loser. <laughs> the first question Shit, was Gary? the um, Northern Alaska, right? Which was ivory carvings. Good job, it's Meg. It's um, The second Ooh. Jack trivia question is, what art... Smile. Turn that frown upside is down. ...is Southwest... Alaska known for totems southwest Southwest. good guess very good guess so totems oh wait I was thinking southeast though Mm -hmm. yeah good call jump the gun yeah (laughs) Um, might be taking a shot of scotch (laughs) I'm gonna say southwest I'm gonna say like salmon art son of a bitch good guess I'm thinking Bristol Mm. Bay already got it Nushkak (laughs) I mean what kind of art is Southwest? You want to look at the map? Just maybe. I little. got it. <laughs> um, look at this right here. Right there. Over in that, like above that? the over in the armpit. Above the chain, just right, right above the right chain. Above and the, that one the right, right the knuckle, the second knuckle, <laughs> to the, the middle knuckle. Uh, you said salmon. Yep. She um, said that was actually a really good guess. I mean, I, she took my answer. I was going to say salmon, but I'm going to stay on fish. Like, mm, like trout, trout, dollies, uh, char, like a char art, char art. No, chart. no, chart, chart, Is that like a chart or a blart? Let's go with chart. That'd be trout Got it. Art. Got it. Uh, you're all wrong. The answer oh, is perfect. baskets. Oh, baskets! And let's go right. ahead weaving get some baskets more of that and all that. Scotch I'll, I'll take there. I'll take one for um because you're really close. Yeah. I'll take one for the guest. Yep, because she has to drive home, the and we're Meg. responsible people here. <laughs> Just go all the way back to Gerwood. Um, and oh, the she, last question to Gerwood tonight. Yeah. Uh, she no, she flew. Her plane's out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I seen that over there on the side of Dowling. She's yes. landed right on Dowling there. She landed to fuel up real quick. <laughs> she's in the she's in the Napa Napa Auto Store parking lot over there. Old Tay Tay chilling. Old Tay Tay out there. We need a song for Tay Tay. Oh, we do. Is there a Tay Tay song? I don't know. Does it feel like it needs to be like a two thousands club hit, or is that too? Ah, I feel like it needs to be older school. Like old, like, old, old like school. Like all the single ladies. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 <laughs> like a beyond, but she said classic. Yeah. So maybe something like more uh, like uh, like Leonard so, Skinner, or like no. what? What about like um, Homegirl? Um, like Joan Jett or yeah, uh, okay, okay. Um, Pat Benatar or like some. Because I mean, my plane is from uh, six. Okay, okay. You got to choose a song from forty six. Forty six. Well, that might be a little too old. That's like some like. Yeah. Shit, Gary. Twang. <laughs> Some straight twang. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Uh, third. Uh, let me hit this real quick. I don't think I can. <laughs> it's not very good. You don't like it? No, do you? So oh, I do love it. Um, it's not like a shooter. You need to sip on it. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, hot. Rough. Thanks. Glenn. Does it kind of feel like you went and licked the paneling in the studio? Yeah. It just tastes like wood. Yeah. Tastes like burnt wood. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Okay. We hit burn wood all the time. <laughs> I'm saying. What artwork is most known for from Central and Interior Alaska? Damn. The middle. Yeah. <laughs> Fur. Midsection. Nice. <sighs> Great guess. Great guess. The Meg. Ladon. <laughs> That's the name you're playing. Ladon. I was gonna like Ladon. La Ladon. What do you mean La it's Ladon? Well, I'm Megan. That's what La you Don. mean? <laughs> I'm Megan. That's Ladon. Yeah. Now you know. That's the name of the show. Yep. Mega Ladon. Mega Ladon. Put a little dinosaur. <laughs> a Mega a shark. Damn it! I know you keep doing your little. Fingers, <laughs> but it's like kind of prehistoric, so you never see it. It's like my kid's favorite movie, the right Sharks, isn't it? One of those, like, it's really kind of cheesy, but if you watch it a couple times, it just seems to stick. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's one of those, like, it's on, it's kind of like Sharknado. How about when whenever the shark- it's on, you just got to kind of watch it, Sharknado, yeah, one through five, yeah, that's like Frankenhook. No, it's I'm so not, bad, not. you have to watch it. I mean, I can't watch movies like that. <laughs> yeah, not with that attitude. No, yeah, that's man. a bad. I'm so, I'm sorry. Why be such a negative asshole? Okay, Central and it. Interior Alaska. It. She said fur art. Go ahead, Brandon. Or do you got something? I didn't. I lost it. Uh, I was thinking like costumes um, or like apparel, ah, like beads and okay. skins, flowers. Ooh. Floral. Floral. Forget art. me nots. Floral. Uh, fireweed. Um, yeah. Something that's. Really good like, guess. Yeah. Is I it? like your guess too. Fur. Fur. So who's drinking the scotch? Um, you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meg was right. It's bead. It's bead work. Damn okay. it. Cool, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. But now I'm curious on the south on the southeast because yeah. we didn't cover that one. But I bet it is totem. Yeah. That's how, how are you going to hit all the regions and miss the I, southeast? Listen, this is Jack's trivia, not Daniel's. Jack. Thanks, Jack. You're but really hit us with three us. really good ones. Oh, hit us with really, really good us. ones. Yeah, Those on. are good ones, but uh, it's got to be totems or, ra- or ravens. Maybe look it up. Southeast uh, Alaska, totem. southeast. I'm like, on it, on it. Yeah, I, totems for sure. You been down there a lot at all? Southeast um, Sitka, I, I, you know. I did an artist residency there oh, you did? with the um, National Park Service, actually the Forest Service. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's, I love the southeast. That's oh, so cool. Oh Me my too, god, man. it's so beautiful. So much cool stuff going on down there. Yeah, I went to uh, Pack Creek off of Admiralty Island. Mm-hmm. So the other highest concentration of brown bears besides um, Katmai. Katmai, yeah, thanks. Oh, I nice. meant to ask you. You're talking about your white. Um, what did you call it again? The white edition. The whiteout collection. The whiteout collection. So is it going to be all animals that are? To have winter white colors? Um, no, not necessarily. But I'm gonna try to find the white in them to blend it out into like the white geometric okay. background. So that'll be the last trivia. We did this trivia before, so Brandon should know this. 
Um, what are the, I, I want to say sure. the five animals that are white in Alaska. Goat. Ptarmigan. Ptarmigan. Mink. Mm-hmm. Arctic fox. White owl. Mink. Snowy owl. Snowy owl. So maybe it's six. <laughs> I think we ran into this problem too. One of them's Polar not. Bear. Tec- some, one of them's Sheep. not technically. Yeah. It. Sheep. Is ptarmigan not technically? No, technically white. Yeah, but technically white in the winter. I mean, there have been it some sightings of some albino moose. Belugas. Yep, belugas. belugas. I like that. Oh, belugas yeah. was on there. Aren't some of the... Um, oh, you did say mink. Did some of the... Um, what's It's not mink, but the other... Uh, not marmot. Um, Ermine? Yeah, some of those get white too, Ermin right? changes, yeah. yeah. You got a big collection, I, I want to feel like it's Hey, a don't ever yeah. discount the seagull either. You know what I'm saying? I think the it's seagull. a full... I think... <laughs> You got that in the white collection? <laughs> yeah. You know, an Alaskan bird. You know, it wasn't on the list. That is a bird that doesn't get a lot of run, man. <laughs> a good old seagull. <laughs> Poor guy. I just, man. You guys ever dip netted the Kenai? Yes. You ever dip netted the Kenai when the gulls are circling? They're, they're, when you're filleting on the boat and no, they just. Well, there's that. Like, no, I'm talking about when they're they're birthing. They got their baby. Oh, no. The, yeah. All right on that. the bank. Mm hmm. So you come off if you come off the main uh, public launch, and you smash through all the uh, commercial boats, and you hit the corner where it's like super turbulent. On the right side, on that curve, on that high bank, they're all nested up right there. Yep. And if you catch them at the right time, they'll have those little baby gray. Oh yeah. Little, little seagulls crawling on the edges. Yeah, and the poor things will fall over sometimes <laughs> the edge, and yeah. it's just like. Dude, that happens downtown in Anchorage. Oh no! I, all I mean, the time. I, the, the, one of the the facilities uh, under our company has nests. Yeah, and they'll dive bomb you in like uh, oh, mid mid July. Oh, That's yeah. part of the Proby's job downtown is to go up on the roof at mm. Station One and mm. like the what job? Proby's the new the new guys probation boys. Uh-huh. Oh oh the uh, uh, uh Gary. Yeah, Gary. Gary's out there clearing seagulls on the roof. Uh huh. Gary, hey, he brought us a scotch. Go get those seagulls out of there, you yeah. fucking guy. <laughs> he will. He will. Cheers, cheers, cheers oh, to Gary. Man, we have yeah, another yeah, one? Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. One more. You guys big lost. Uh, Southeast Alaska is known for its woodwork mm. oh. art. I mean, so that's, that's totally. Mm-hmm. Dang, you're four for four. Nah, I didn't get the. Uh, what was the. You said West. totem. You, you, I get the oh. salmon. Nobody got that one, oh. right? Yeah, what was yeah. But you were on to something. You West. said totem, and totem poles are made out of wood. Yeah. yeah. So you really were right. For the southeast one. But what and was the one that was like southwest? Or beads. Yeah. Or no. basket. Basket. Baskets. 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 That's it. Yeah. 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 The basket weaving. I well, you got, into the fish, you got into the fish <laughs> thing. Yeah. Someone did. And that's kind of, I think, where it started with the fish basket, where the fish traps. Yeah, and how they fish for them. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. And then the beating of the baskets to hold mm-hmm. things okay, like that. Okay, that kind of qualifies. Oh, yeah. You well, still drink for Too late now. Yeah. Yeah, too late now. Well, I, sure. I was thinking baskets. I always think about baskets and like be, uh, berry picking. Filling berries with the baskets with yeah, berries. Yeah, I was thinking when he said basket, fish baskets, like how they used to catch fish. Mm-hmm. You know, before we, um, I want to get into the Iditarod and Eddie and stuff. Yeah. I didn't ask, like, what kind and of paint hunt. do you use? Yeah. Acrylic. Acrylic paint. Yeah. Okay. And how many brushes would you say you have? Mm, a lot. But in my, like, usual set that I'm painting with, 
Mm-hmm. Probably seven I'll use on a painting. Do you know the homie with the puffy hair? The homie with the puffy hair. Yeah. Come on, girl. You never like seen on Channel that? 7? Come on, oh. girl. PBS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was Channel 7 the right channel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about a brush because I've got a brush that kind of looks like Bob Ross's. Why, head. Did, I, why did I say why did I say Channel 7? You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Bob Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. PBS. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yep. Checks out. Did you watch that documentary? Checks out. On him? I Not did. Yet. Oh, Man, my God. That was. Is it good? I was bummed because I've got some Bob Ross. I've got a Bob Stuff. Ross bobblehead like on my art whole setup, and I'm like asking questions. I'm like, "What do you think, Bob?" Yep. Yeah. And then I saw oh. that documentary, and I was like, "Oh, oh nope." Back. Oh, what do you mean, Bob Ross is not? I don't want to ruin about it, but someone got him. You know how it is. Someone got him. Someone mm-hmm. said, "I'll take half if we'll blow you up." Type of deal, kind of like they did Elvis. I just watched the Elvis one. Same thing. Promoter or someone. Obviously, I mean, you're young. You don't know. You oh, sign up. They're, oh, they're signing you a contract hold, hold for your on. life or half your shit. And then. Hold on. All right. So minus the sellout part. I wouldn't say sellout. Was that what we're talk- not talking about sellout? No, I would say it's young and influenced, like influenced by a smart business person. But isn't that- Elvis and Bob Ross still the artist inside? No, they're the artists, but it's the person that. That's not the artist. The That's the businessman, the producer, whatever, that ends up like making, winning. 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 Well, they both win. They both win. Okay. But in the end, one person's doing all the work. That's not true, though. I guess it takes a lot to like promote and do all this stuff. But anyway, it's about Would that. Bob Ross be as Bob Ross, big as he is Bob Ross signed a contract with this lady is? and her husband, I want to say. Maybe it's just a lady and end up, you know. Turned oh, out bad. Oh, okay. oh, where like he doesn't own his stuff, and she can sell whatever she wants, and oh shit, just like I okay. mean that's a. I'm watching it. Long story. Yeah, you should watch it. You should she watch it. It's a sensitive it's subject for an artist. Like it was. It is, it's man. It's kind of sad. sad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Damn. But uh, also, I mean, man, I, 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 you know, after I watched that movie last night with the Elvis thing, it's like, yeah, you're sad, but at that time, like. Sure, you might have been able to still gain that much traction and gain that much attention and that much fame and fanfare and money and all that stuff. But, like, this person didn't just sit around and do nothing to get that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. do they deserve half? Probably not. You know, but they still work their entire lives to, like, Painting you know, happy trees. bobbleheads don't just appear out of nowhere. Someone yeah. had to have a meeting and talk to someone and make sure it was legit and do the pricing mm-hmm. and do all the stuff. But, unfortunately... You can't be an artist and the business person all the time. Like, that doesn't work out all the time. And some people don't know both sides of it. So they get played. So it's a really good, I don't, I wish I knew, actually maybe look it up so we can tell people that are listening what it's called. Just put Bob Ross. um, Documentary. Documentary. Maybe it's called, I don't know what it's called, Bob. I saw it pop up. Called Happy Trees, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is something like that, actually. (laughs) I think it is something like that. Oh, yeah, it is it's right there. Happy, happy accidents. accidents. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed on Netflix. Oh, man. Seems kind of dark. Okay. And shifting gears. Shall we talk about I Did Eddie. Rod? Yeah, I want to talk about I Did Rod 2023. Yo, shout out to Big Dog, Eddie Burke. Numero 18. 
Number 18. Number 18, but he's sitting at number seven today. Um, Obviously, by the time this comes out, it's probably going to be over. Um, Oh, it will be over. But just in order to, like, be on day two or day three up in the top ten as a rookie. um, That's awesome. Awesome for him. Go, Eddie. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, So my daughter uh, went out with her mom and her aunts and uncles and cousins at the Willow uh, Sunday. Who are related to Eddie. Yep, who are related cool. to Eddie. Eddie's sister. Oh, yep. cool. So and what's that make Eddie to you? He was a former brother-in-law. Okay. Well, so still a brother-in-law. That's Candace's Little brother. brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yep, yep. Um, known him since he was 14. Awesome. Yep. Great kid, man. Eddie, he's not a kid. He's 30 now, but I still think of him. Sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's just, just a happy aspiring pretty much anything he takes on he just could do i want to box so he boxes yeah goes down to california tries to box professionally does pretty well no that didn't work out comes up gets in landscaping paving works his way up can sell the shit out of a commercial and residential driveway i mean the kid just i mean it just isn't anything he he doesn't try so he gets he gets inspired by going to a Iditarod banquet. And they basically, at the time, him and some buddies were following uh, Iditarod, basically kind of like a, uh, um, uh, in football or, or sports, you do the fantasy. Uh, fantasy. Mm-hmm. So they kind of created a fantasy Iditarod thing. So they picked a and then he was fantasy like, I did rod league. Yeah. <laughs> they like created a fantasy I did rod league, and then he was like, "Well, I think I could do it." And then here we are, what four years later? Because he built a team um, of pups that grew up and matured, and now he's racing them. And you got to qualify. You can't just yeah. like I'm going to do that I did rod this year. No, no, no. You have to get a team. You need resources. You need people. You need support. Yeah. You got to race a few races. You got to win some shit. You got to prove that you're not going to kill your dogs. You got to prove that you're not going to kill yourself. You have you to be 100% in. I mean, it's Meg. He's I mean, one it's, hundo in there. It's, I think it's 110 in. Like, it's Whoa. beyond in, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think about him going across unbelievable, relentless miles of wild winter conditions with just him and his dogs. <laughs> I mean, it's it's huge, and he's I mean, he's a rookie this year, and he's trained, and he's in tune with his team, and he's done it the right way. I mean, you couldn't have done any more uh, blueprinted as far as where you start, where you train, where you gain access and resources and people and support. And uh, I think the other I, rookie was a was a woman who broke her finger during the race just now. Yeah, she was going down those the steps outside of um, Finger Lake. I, I forget what they're called. And she straight up, like, their fingers, like. Going that way? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's perpendicular. I bet she got to a checkpoint and somebody straightened it out. and. But she had to, like, she was done, though. Oh, oh she's, really? Oh, really? No, she was the first person out. Oh, oh. fuck. It must have been oh. bad then. Oh, they showed the picture. It was. I mean, well, like, I mean, y- like you know, your hands have to be fully functional to do all the. Looks like this stuff that you got. <laughs> oh, the full ninety. <laughs> it was 90. straight up, and then now it's <laughs> now it's straight left. It's left. 
funny but not funny. But uh, kudos to Eddie Burke, man. I got his uh, got his race shirt on uh, the, tonight. Um, his promoter, Candice, uh, manager, put these together. Oh, nice. and Yeah, man, she's managing. That a girl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he goes to fire off on uh, 18, so they go in five-minute increments out of Willow. He goes by. Kennedy's got her phone out, and sure. she's, you know, filming her uncle rip yeah. by. Cracks open a beer. They go right by, and he fucking... Oh, the caribou call. Full caribou call on the start of his race, man. I was That's like, what's up. classy move, Eddie Burke. Classy move. You're my guy. You're my guy. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I don't know if that Diderot gets all the, the love and attention that maybe it once did back in our day you know i think it's back man i honestly like i like i've worked i did a rod for the last 20 years yeah how was your saturday yeah tell us about your day (sighs) it was insane i will say that it's ridiculous that there's more people for the running of the reindeer than the i did a rod but people come from all over the world for the running of the reindeer is there is, is there any chance of getting trampled zero okay there's been, um, they're announcing it, Brock and them. But actually, Brock was one of them. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's been going on, I, mean, I want to say seven years or something like that. There has yet to be one incident Trampling. where someone yeah. got trampled or gored or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the way they do it, little fun fact, I don't know if this is true, but this is what they said. Um, so all the caribou that are running are males because they want ones with, with uh, horns. Or antlers, I mean. Sorry, sorry. Jeez, oh, guys, uh, cut the podcast off. Fixes in editing. It's not a problem. Um, they have a pheromone of a woman or lady caribou on the end, and all the caribou just run right to it. I've heard that also. Yeah. Oh, well, they pick wow. up the scent of a lady. Okay. <laughs> it's not quite the rut, but it's close. Yep. <laughs> so that's how they do it. That's how they get. That's how they make them just like up. go to the other side, and it's it's like I don't know, one, two, three blocks. So what was your day like? Because you you hit me up months in advance. Hey man, welcome. Help me do it. And I'm like, yeah. Hold on. Let me check what's going on. Well, oh, yeah, everyone's like, birthday, what's your day weekend. like? I was like, it doesn't just happen in one day. No. Like this is like a week process of like oh, yeah. getting Costco all the stuff, runs, cutting onions. the onions, buying all the stuff, <laughs> being ready, like scoping it out. Like where am I going to be? Is there snow there? You know, all that For stuff. For any new listeners, our boy Daniel here has a hot dog stand. Anchortown Dogs. Hottest in town. Anchortown Dogs about to fire up 2023. Yep, get your dogs. Two locations, 7th and E and? 4th and F. 4th and F, that's the hot spot. Um this is really your initial weekend. This is where you kick off your season, right? Yep. This is where Jantina's like, how much money did you make on March? This is where I use my Costco <laughs> uh, check. Oh, your discount. Well, it's not or, discount. Or the refund. Or no, the, they send you the check. No. You don't get a Costco check? Yeah, it's like a dividend or... Yeah. You're, you're, what? I guess I'm like premium, say, bro. Oh, yes, man, you gotta get, ex- <laughs> you gotta get business, girl. Executive. <laughs> Um, I ain't buying in bulk, yo. <laughs> oh, shoot. Just a Dunzo, Dunzo? Like I, I buy like, dog food. <laughs> well, you should be buying at Costco. They I, I do. I buy dog it. food, toilet paper, and laundry detergent. Like, what do you want yeah. from me? I ain't feeding a family a foe. Yeah. 
family of two. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so it's a week-long process getting everything ready. But, I mean, I try to get there early because all the roads are closed off. It's I always have to, like, tell the dude. This is my spot. Like, I'm coming up F Street yeah. the wrong way because it's all blocked off. Yep. So there's always some dude who's never been there. It's never worked. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to set up, man. They got me over here. And I just, like, pull up, like, a paper. And I just, like, kind of wave it. And he's like, oh, okay. That looks official. <laughs> and so I go in there, out. and I'll turn around, and I'll back it all up, and I'm there, like, 8 in the morning. And dudes are ready. People are ready to eat hot dogs at 8.30 in the morning. Some breakfast dogs? Yeah. Like, they've been out there getting the dogs. I don't know what time the mushers get there. They must be there early. Oh, yeah, probably like 6, 7 o'clock Six, in the five, you know. Um, and it's insane during the um, I did a rod. There's just huge line. There's just tons of people. Everyone wants to eat reindeer. Everyone wants to have a hot dog. And then there's a lull because they don't have the run into the reindeer till 4 o'clock. Mm. So after all the dogs are done, then everyone's like, all right, well, I'm going to eat go to F Street or go wherever and then come back for running to the reindeer. And then when the running to the reindeer, I mean, it's, you'd never see 4th Avenue like that. Yeah. I mean, never. every single shoulder speck, shoulder. speck of property deep all the way to every building to every snowbank is just like packed, yeah. like crazy. Um, and then everyone wants to have reindeer, which is like fucked up. Like we're cooking reindeer and the reindeer are running by. It's all weird. I'm surprised I don't those don't get shot while they're running. <laughs> well, like Somebody the K-Wall guys are like, make, like, well, the one that does the one that's last, it'll be featured at, you know. Oh God. <laughs> Indian Valley meats. <laughs> Ta- tackle, tackle your reindeer and get it for dinner. Yeah. I mean, it's good eats, dude. But it's a good event, and people come from all over the world. I mean, there's a lot of running of animals. If you look into it, there's, like, the running of the bulls in Spain, and there's, like, other ones around the world. So it's become really, really, like, probably the biggest event for Rondi, and I did a run. Yeah. And there's droves and droves. and So now they have, like... There's the, so they have like the women's race or the women's run, the men's run, the couples run, and then like the tourist, like that tourist run. Oh, wow. Yeah. And these people are being taxed. Like it's like not cheap to run it. Oh, really? And they cap it. So like people are paying, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks to run it. I didn't know that. Just get involved in it. And costumes and everyone's got costumes Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, everyone's hammered. Just. Just I did I did furs everywhere, yep. fur hats everywhere. Body outfits. Yeah. Everyone's just out there just having a great time. Everyone's smiling. Yeah. It's like three degrees. It was chilly Saturday. It was so cold. I looked also up. that like this is one of the first winters like where they haven't had to pillage the city for snow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like abundant amounts of snow available, which is cool. That's yep. true. But yeah. Yeah, I talked to uh, uh, Mike Morgan. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you hear about oh, Mike? Oh yeah, and Team man, 10? I heard. I heard, man. He got fucking oh, shut man. down. Yeah, I heard bro. he he did like a he had a bump or something. Yeah, wadded not up a sled. bump, but uh. Oh, Mike did. Yeah, yeah they got the Iron there. Dog. They had to bow out. Shoot. Um. No, yeah, he, like a tree root. I want to say something like that, yeah, and just like tore something up. Not and nothing that could be fixed. Not Maybe, in time. No, oh. it was done. Yeah. Oh, um, I was going somewhere with that. I was trying to go somewhere with the the trail. <sighs> Damn, snow. Well, they go first. Oh, yeah. Okay. There Boom, we go. Bam. There it is. Back on snow. Track. There it is. Well, I asked them when because they started training right around the big snowstorm around December. 
that first like big big dump mm-hmm. they start you know getting their sponsorships and getting the sleds built and the prototypes and the, everything and he said that once you got past like Squetna and into Rainy and then you know where the Iron Dog Trail runs he said there wasn't that much snow so it was really like the south central Alaska range yeah I believe it and they had like south. hot hot oh no they didn't have hot I'm thinking about that did road sorry yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm wondering what the snow conditions are for the Iditarod boys right now. Yeah. Well, you it's know? funny how a lot of these storms have, like, also skirted around Girdwood, you know, and, like, it's heavy in Anchorage, um, but they're not getting the same snow levels in Girdwood, so it's it's interesting which parts they're landing on. All in yeah. all, though, has Girdwood been pretty epic this year? Yeah, it's been a great year. Yeah. Yeah, I think flying around, um, now that the weather's been a little bit better, mm. I'm actually seeing more of the snowpack, and there's not as much snow as there usually is around the mountains. Like, some things that are oh. usually totally plastered and, like, spine lines down the whole face or still have, like, rocky cliffs a in the exposed. middle of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was interesting to see. It just kind of made me a little bit more aware. I was like, oh, yeah, we've had some, like, really epic powder days this year, and it's just been kind of, like, weathery and snowing, but... Maybe it hasn't been as much as, yeah. like, other years, or maybe it just hasn't been, like, plastering against the mountains, or, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of, like, some of those storms, too, they were, like, coming up the, kinet, or the, um, the cook, yeah. and hitting Anchorage more. Yep. And then that side, where, like, Squintna and Rainy Passes, and, like, over there, it's, like, the drier side of the mountains. Yeah. So yeah, like, the storm smacks those mountains and kind of, like, burp, stops mm-hmm. right there and doesn't get over and dump. Yep. But then I saw winter weather advisories for this, the the West, you know, earlier in the week. I was at the gym yesterday running, and I look up there on the TV, and I'm like, oh, shit, still went winter weather advisories mm-hmm. up in the Northwest areas, you know, not where we're at. Not that we couldn't still get dumped on, but yeah. I'm over it. I don't. I mean, I know <laughs> skiers love we're snow, not. but I just... We're not. <laughs> I mean, more i'm i'm digging the sunshine for sure oh it feels yeah. great yeah we could use a refresh yeah for sure oh like a fresh yeah yeah mm-hmm. it got really windy oh and it 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 uh it just has a major effect like on, the snow, on the snowpack mm-hmm. yeah mm. like on uh alaska or in the area or just uh, yeah just I, th- I think the wind blew everywhere this is why i was gone the last little bit but uh mm. it was more win- so in the it was back a windy country. winter yeah, every time it was mm. clear, it was like the north yeah. um, flows just came down and kind of hammered everything. That's yeah. a great point. You know, it would snow all that beautiful snow all over the trees and then blow it off. Yep. And it was like, that's the prettiest part about when it snows. Mm-hmm. When all the trees are just packed and coated and hanging, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, and you notice the moose too. They're so desperate right now. They're climbing like, up on crazy hills. Oh my gosh, I've the seen them oh on mounds and mounds. Like it's crazy. I'm like, oh. is that a moose up there? Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's pretty crazy. I seen a cow and a calf in front of McDonald's on Abbott and Lake Otis, crunching on the shrubs that mm-hmm. just surround the property. And my daughter's like, "Damn, Dad, why is there moose right there?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "They're hungry. Yeah. They're desperate. They're, They're in line of Mickey D's. Let <laughs> 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 me get a breakfast burrito, <laughs> some salsa." <laughs> But the point is, is that they're, you know, you get this late in the year. I had a gal call in the other day. She's like, I, she sent me a picture. She's like, I can't come to work right now. I'm like, what's up? 
I'm like I'm trapped. I have a broomstick and I'm poking this moose out of the front door. Oh, funny! And the fucking thing won't move. And I, I was like, he's probably so hungry he doesn't give two shits about you. Yeah, those shrubs are. He's been looking for those. Yeah, but the, the the snow's so deep, man. Like, there's it's not easy to find food. Well, there's been the collapses of the buildings and oh, the, yeah. This last week it was two or yeah. three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the roof collapses. Crazy. Yeah, my wife was just telling me they went around all the muni went around all the schools. Yeah, and there was like two schools that had yeah. two red flags, but for the majority, they were they were all legit. Nice. And I was thinking, you know, with all the unfortunate and tragic things that have happened in Anchorage with some yeah. of the collapses, and we had that that gal that passed away uh, a couple weeks ago. That was really really a sad story. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, I I think my kids safe at school, and you think about all the the shit that can happen at school for a kid yeah the last thing i was thinking was a goddamn roof collapse and then the, the fact that they had engineers going around i'm like thank you so much yeah whoever the hell made the call to get those people out there to do that i just wasn't even thinking about it the sc- schools are massive buildings with All flat, flat roofs yeah mm-hmm. you know roofs, and i'm like holy shit there's precious precious cargo in those schools man you know like, yeah. I was very grateful for that, Good. and they found a couple, and only two schools of all the schools in the in the city that were potential issues. Yeah, like, what did hey they man, do then? Did they? I don't know about that. That's a good question. I don't know. I'm assuming they. Imagine they took action right away on on anything school related, right? I'm sure they did. You know, um, either cleaning it the or maintenance repairs, or yeah, or some, some somebody was getting shovelers. some shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it's been kind of an unprecedented year for that kind of stuff, Agreed. you know? Emily, I meant to ask you um, how your trip to the SCI went. Oh, my Didn't you go God. to Smashville Nash- 99? <laughs> Is it called Smashville? <laughs> That's what Nashville's called. <laughs> I saw it on the agenda. I'm like, Nash- did he? Nash Vegas, like, you name it. It was... Did he spell that wrong? Was like it was pretty them? wild. First time over there. And uh, so I went with my best friend, her husband, and John Sturgeon, a uh, mm-hmm. gentleman on the show. And it was quite the experience. It was so much fun. Um, it's, it is a, a smaller version of Vegas, but everything's a little bit more compact. So like the Music City Center where the expo was and all the events were in the, in the same building and where the Predators play, it was right next to that. And then, like, Broadway, where all the bars are, it was, like, two blocks from that. And the stretch of that, it, it wasn't as daunting, you know, as, like, a Vegas strip, per se. But yeah, um, have you been to Vegas? Or, I mean, Nashville? <laughs> no. So, Smash- like, every Smashville. every Smashville. bar was at least three stories tall, and every story had a... Um, a different live band that was like the most amazing live music you've ever heard. Um, but then the expo itself was like, I was like blown away, like walking in for the first time. Like I've never been to anything like this before. Um, and it was cool. Like the first day I was kind of like wandering around by myself, which I think was good. Um, so it's like nobody was waiting on me and I wasn't waiting on anybody else. I could kind of just get like a lay of the land. And, the the whole like the whole event itself was so well like put together and everybody i encountered was 
so nice, so generous. Um, and just to be in like that type of environment with that group of like like-minded people that was all there to support conservation, um, you know, for hunting, for fishing, for, you know, wildlife. Uh, it was really, really cool. Um, and I can only imagine what these, these people were dealing with that like were working these booths because it was long days and then rallying at night. Like, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Back at the booth at 7 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Like, Kevin, like, every day I'm like, Kev, you okay, bro? Like, working his Barney's booth. I'm like, what do you need? <laughs> um, yeah. He said, he said it was a It's, it's a, a grind. Yeah. It is a grind, you know? Yeah. So, like, this... Uh, like that's just an empty, huge, like auditorium that nothing was there like a few days prior, and like these huge, just Safari Club International, like even like the taxidermy. Oh man, oh, like elevated up high, and I mean, send us photos. I'm like, God damn, that's some coordination. It's everywhere, and it was huge, and uh, it was a really, really cool experience, and I'm really glad I went. Um, and it's gonna be in Nashville again next year. And then after that, they're moving it to New Orleans. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so we definitely got to go Do they go year. two years, two years, two years? <laughs> um, so they, they have meetings about it, I guess, where okay. they kind of, like, decide where it's going to go, and it's all based on, like, capacity and what, like... Mm, uh, infrastructure. Uh, right, and what they can, can handle. handle. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, we were only seeing, like, a fraction of it. Like, I ran into John a few times before we even he even got to relax and he's going to meetings with people mm. from the alaska chapter and other mm. chapters and they're you know making plans and doing stuff that's way above my pay grade um but like there were just so many different events going on i, I feel like i barely got to scratch the surface um but i met so many cool people and like met you know, that's one of those areas where it's like you're friends with people on the line and then you meet them in real life and it's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. And it's like you make these connections, mm -hmm. which yeah. was really cool. Um, so met some old friends, made some new ones. And, uh, you know, I was with a few friends that booked some hunts and it was just a really, really cool experience. And then uh, John had gotten a table for the last night on Saturday night. Uh, that was the Leonard Skinner night. So we were like oh, front, sick, front and center, like Leonard Skinner, <laughs> and like watching them Rad. do these live, this live auction. You know, it's like our banquet this last Saturday was amazing, but it was like small potatoes comparison. It was like <laughs> rifle. A rifle went for six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Holy a shit! Rifle? What? Yeah, it was like an old school, like probably uh. you know, I don't know. Donald Trump Jr. was up, like. um I saw you sent the photos, like... Yeah, raffling damn. off, like, a fishing trip with him and um, some really cool awards. And that banquet hall was, like, huge. There had to have been, you know, easy, like... I don't know, it seemed like 5,000 people in that room. Yeah. Like, it was huge. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a really, really good time. I'm glad I went. Um, it, it was great. So much fun. Nice. Yeah. And so then we just roll in, you know, came home, rolled into our sheet banquet here, and then we've got our SCI here coming down. April. Yep, mm -hmm. April twenty first and twenty second. Um, so I was gonna say too that um, John has asked, and um, oh, what's Ruth? Luke. Yeah, oh. Ruth. Ruth and uh, Ruth 
uh, Cusack and her husband, you know, they do a lot and it's all based on a lot of volunteers up here. So I'm going to volunteer on the night of the 21st for Ruth, like running the gun wall at the event. And they've asked if anybody has any interest in volunteering, like at all, it is much appreciated and uh, they're, they're in dire need of volunteers. And that's how, you know, a lot of things are, um, kind of run and become successful mm-hmm. with yeah. people volunteering their time and energy. So if anybody has any interest of getting involved in anything like SCI, I would encourage you, you can reach out to me, reach out to Daniel, Brandon, the show, mm-hmm. and we can kind of point you in the right direction. But that's how these events are essentially like put on is through volunteers. And it's a great way to meet people. If you're new to town, new to hunting, uh, yeah. that's essentially what I did. Um, and I had Ruth call me, you know, a handful of months ago, and now we've kind of created this relationship that's been great. So if you're interested, we need volunteers, hit me up. Good, good. And I think we're we're trying to uh, set it up where we're doing a podcast out there that night. Great. On yeah. Saturday the 22nd, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Yep, we've been in contact um, with uh, with those guys. And Perfect. So yeah, we'll see if that works out. Up. Hopefully it does, and so it should be a great time. Yep. Yeah, now we're going to do the podcast. It's going to happen. Okay. We talked to John. We talked to John last weekend, and uh, great. You know, my boys are a little bit new with this, but uh, we'll make it happen. (laughs) John's a man. (laughs) He did ease the fears on that. (laughs) He did ease the fears on that. Um, Well, Meg, we appreciate you coming out here. Thanks for having a chat with us. You were great. It's been so fun. All the cool stuff that you're doing, um, the connections with all the Alaska businesses, um, mm. your support for what you're doing, just having your art out there for everyone to enjoy. Um, it's beautiful. And thank you so much for bringing these. The, this is like such an amazing gift that we yeah, get to share Beautiful with everybody, pieces. these two pieces. So yeah. thank you for bringing those. Of course. Yeah, thanks for sharing your story, Meg. Yeah, thanks I mean, for I was I was doing some research on you over these last couple of days. And as we get our guest list going and we're like, okay, we got this folk, these folks coming on. and I mean, you're, everything that you do tells a story of what you do, but being able to actually hear it right from you. Is like, I mean, it, it's inspiring. It's an, I, I, it, I was just saying, it's a, it's purely an inspiration to yeah, what a, a person <laughs> should, you know, reconsider when you think something's not possible or, mm-hmm. or maybe you're second guessing going after something. Like, listen to this podcast, reach out to Meg. <laughs> I'll push She's it. an artist, she's a pilot, she's a badass, she's an entrepreneur, she's an enthusiast. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. You did guys. amazing, and you're living a badass fucking lifestyle. <laughs> amazing yeah. girl. Yeah. Hell Rip yeah. It you up. keep you keep doing what you're doing. I All right. Will. Right on. Yeah, uh, ins- once again, the Instagram is megsmith.art.design. Also, Meglyn Smith. Uh, the website is megsmithartdesign.com. Megsmithdesign.com. Um so go ahead and check that out. Um, they will have a couple shows that we announced before coming up at the Girdwood um, Brewery and also at the Aviation Gathering. Aviation Gathering mm-hmm. and the one Forest Fair. I'm not allowed to go open uh. up a. Uh, <laughs> we'll be there, Daniel. Won't. Forest Fair, Girdwood. Go. <laughs> Daniel's like going to be out in the parking Daniel's lot. Daniel's going to be ah, licking. He'll be licking trees. I'll be over there by the creek, licking trees, just chilling. <laughs> licking trees, cold with a, plunging with a fly. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, 
And go get a, open up a checking account in Alaska, USA, and get one of Meg's. <laughs> yeah. Cards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Alaska, yeah. USA, throw us a plug. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Uh, AlaskaWildProject.com, uh, Patreon.com, slash the Alaska Wild Project to support the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Alaskan. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Thank Daniel. you, Daniel. And Emily, as always, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products. Providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek, upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. 
Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanly.